0: Now, Dan Hampton, the Hall of Fame Bears defensive tackle, who specialized in making opposing quarterbacks see long white tunnels of light with ghostly lost relatives saying, Go back, it was just a sack. OB Obradovich, the Bears legend who is picking off passes and grinding offensive linemen into powder while you are still wearing tough skins and drinking tang. Glenn Kozlowski, the one-time Bears receiver who could catch a pass and a dive, then celebrate four rows up in the stands with the pretzel vendor. Mark Harmon, a confident, independent young man with skills in communication and teamwork. He's what? He's getting married. Don't oh, forget that. This is the Chevy Hampano OB Show with Kaz. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage, 720 WGN Radio. Well,
1: it wasn't pretty, and at times it was ugly, but a win is a win is a win. 1914, the Bears have their fifth win on the season as they beat the New York Giants at soldier field, the giants now two and nine and the 19 points, the bears score. That's the second, only the Redskins have scored less against the New York giants this year, but it was enough to get a win today. Dan Hampton at Obradovich. Good afternoon. Kaz will be joining us in a matter of moments as well. Ob, i haven't struggled struggling with that microphone over He's there. He's taking a shower. You got to have a shower
2: before you talk about this nonsense we watched today. Ob, that or a surgical mask. You know, I, I just want to tell you. I just want to tell you. Okay, yeah, you, you know your uh, your little uh, wins a wins a win. Uh, you know that it's pretty pathetic. Here we are, here we are at four and six now five and six, and we are desperately seeking a football team that you have to reckon with, that is capable, willing, and able to play the game the way it's supposed to be played. Today we 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 got down in the mud with a bunch of, of what, pigs and wallowed around and we come out with a win. And you know what? Until the final minute of the game against a very, very bad team looking for anything to hang a hat on the after losing six straight, they almost – Find a way to win, and you know what, Ob? If their kicker wasn't worse than ours and missed two chip shots, we are the ones looking up at the the Giants winning this game. It's 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 beyond belief. And you got to say, oh well, don't go crazy and say, oh, you know, they won. They won. Hey, folks, what are you trying to do? What do what is the objective? To waller around with a bunch of pigs and finally find a way to win, or be a, a dominant team that is willing and able to divide for championships. This thing today, it was a joke.
3: Well, uh, here, first things first. Uh, congratulations to the Bears, the Bears organization. I mean, my God, somehow they they managed to get a win, and and you're and you're playing. Uh, what uh, this was their eleventh game. And they were 2-8 and eight coming into this game. I'm talking about the New York Giants. We should have throttled this team. Unbelievable. I mean, this should have been a 40- or 50-point offensive game for us against this team. They're about almost last in every category you could think of offensively and defensively. And again, I know we won a game. Kudos to it. But I'll tell you what. The big storms are coming. They're heading one after another here in the near future. But what I want to tell you, we're trying to struggle. Who are we? Who are we? Are we a complete, total football team? No, we're not even close to it. Let's take offensively. Okay? How well do we run the football? Poorly. Game after game, quarter after quarter. Okay? Passing. Beyond pathetic. Beyond pathetic. Who are we offensively? We're into, what is this now, our, our 11th game? And we don't know who we are. We have no absolute identity at all. Look at our defense. We If, it, if the kid didn't miss, like Dan mentioned, two field goals, we lose another game to an inferior opponent. This guy, Nagy, and his staff does not have this team ready to compete in the National Football League. And anybody that tells you is an absolute fool or an out-and-out liar. You see it right in front of you. It's disgusting. What the hell goes on here? My God, 16 games again to make yourself a world championship. Last year, We win 12 games, 11 on defense, and they had everything going for them, every break, and coming into this year, does that coaching staff realize it? Has Mitch Trubisky realized it? Is he a better quarterback this year than he was the prior year or the prior year before that? No, he's gone backwards, and whose fault is it? Nagy, the head coach of the Chicago Bears, who was also our offensive coordinator and get, and play caller. My God. This was terrible today. I know we won the game and probably a lot of you people think I shouldn't be saying this or doing this, but I really don't give a damn because you can't you can't fake what you saw out there today. That was poor coaching and that was poor play by our offense and thank God we were playing the New York Giants
2: at home. At home. And think about this, Obey. They outplayed us from the opening kick. Where well, we're kicking it out of bounds. Our first punt was a shank. And then all the nonsense down at the goal line where we went for two and then we got to pick and Nagy went nuts. And then we got penalty after penalty to back us up where our kicker misses an extra point. He misses an extra point. This, again, if you think that this satisfies the quotient for being a competent NFL team, you are woefully wrong.
3: We are this is so sorry what's been going on this year to 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 all that anticipation about the 2019 season season and talking about the Super Bowl and how phenomenal our ah. defense is and that trubisky's going to grow. Nothing has happened. None of that has happened folks. Our offense hasn't grown, they've regressed. Our quarterback hasn't grown, he's regressed. You talk about our defense, Akeem Hicks goes down, our big inside man that destroys everybody, and guess what? Cleo Mack, the world all guy, the last six games, what did he have? One sack today? He let, let The week before, he didn't even get a tackle. They're gone backwards, folks, right in front of our eyes, and I am not going to sit here and say they're well coached, there's a Their game plan is spot on. They are not. They're just a lucky football team. And thank God again, we had the Giants at home. Or guess what? It would be god-awful in football terms. Yeah, they, they put together, guys, and uh,
4: they put together a 96-yard drive on the Bears. 98! defense it was on the two-yard Yeah, yard 98. Day. Where the defense needed to take control of the game six minutes left when they start there and they actually not only score but they score on
2: fourth and 19 fourth and 19 and and the, the guys are all pro safety standing at the end zone trying to make a play on an interception instead of doing his job and behind playing the, the, ball, the deepest guy. And knocking it down right that's all he had to do but just instead, he doesn't and so
4: now we end up and, and you know shockingly he actually threw a ball Uh, You know, didn't run three pass plays, but he was—you knew it was a pass because he got in shotgun with no running back, so he he had to throw it. But they go three and out. Literally, it's—I understand. You know, you always want to win. It's a week to week uh, NFL, but when you're playing a team like that and you're you're putting them to sleep, it's nineteen. It was time to put them to bed. Yes, nineteen to to seven. seven, and then they come roaring back. It's. It's not
3: acceptable. It's not good football. It's dumb football. It just wasn't this week, Glenn, and it just wasn't this game. this is a whole year. And I'm going to go back to what I just said a few minutes ago. Okay, this coaching staff has taken this team from 2018 to 2019. And with all that was expected of them, all right, they went to training camp. Again, what did they do in training camp in the offseason? Nothing. Nobody played in the exhibition season. And what you've seen so far in 11 games – We struggle mightily on both sides of the ball. Listen, and folks, we got to play again. I, we've got some tough games coming up. We've got to play the Dallas Cowboys. We got to play the Kansas City Chiefs. We got to go to Green Bay. We got to go to Detroit. This coming Thursday, we got to shut out the season against Minnesota. I tell you what, we will not be playing the New York Giants, folks. And the Nagy comes out again with another stupefied offensive game plan. We're not only going to lose; we're going to get our backside handed to us in a lunch bag.
1: So Detroit is on Thursday. It's an eleven thirty kickoff. We'll come on back and uh, get going more on this game. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Ob, I love that you're still looking at the schedule and thinking about the games and possibly winning games and somehow turning the season around. Because that's, in an
2: that abstract way, the Bears are in the playoffs. They started today. We found a way to win but you're not going to go to Detroit and beat them. You know that we started inside our own ten four times in the first half. The Giants outplayed us top to bottom, and that is a crap team, a crap team with a rookie quarterback that leads the league in turning the ball over. Sickening.
1: It it was not pretty, and the the play with Eddie Jackson in the end zone, there was was three bears there. Buster Screen got beat, and you can throw – Prince of Mucamara was there, and then Eddie Jackson was, I guess, the worst on the play. But Let think, well, see, so he, real he's the one here. that he's a safety. He has to yeah, be right. behind it. The,
2: the inherent in the name safety. Yeah. You're there to make a play on <laughs> the ball, knock it out. Go, <laughs>
3: you know, I was just saying, you're talking about where does it come from? Coaches. It's a setup on offense, setup on defense. It's position coaches. Are they reaching the players? Are they making them understand? Obviously, they're not. This coaching staff is not a qualified coaching staff to be in the National Football League. You may think that's a little too harsh. All you have to do, folks, is look after game, after game, after game, and you wonder, what are they doing? What's happening, OB? What's this? What's that? They stink.
2: That's what it is. You know what? They're not coaches, they're fluffers. Here's the deal. Hey, Allen Robinson, we like him, right? How how pathetic was his effort on the penalty? And yeah, it, it was a questionable call on the pig. Should have been a touchdown. <laughs> but hey, all you got to do is run in there and turn your back to the guy. Instead, he puts he acts like he's blocking him, which gives the official an out to call it. That's coaching. That's pathetic coaching. Yeah, yeah that's, that was a horrible – it is, was a pick play. Glenn, I mean, coaching, that's a pick.
3: Coaching is is really subpar this year, and, and nobody can refute that. All you got to look from game plan to game plan on both sides of the ball. You tell me those players we got, they're that bad? I don't think they're that bad. But I'll tell you who's bad, Nagy and his pathetic coaching staff here. Not a one of them would be qualified. Do you think Bill Belichick would hire one of these guys to
1: be on his staff? Not in your life. is the phone number you want to jump in. Bears beat the Giants, 1914, 312-981-7200. This week on Chicago's Best, a food mecca just outside of O'Hare from classic Italian to old school steak at Chicago's Best of Rosemont, Sunday night at 10 on WGN-TV. Coming on back here with your calls and a whole bunch of reaction, and we'll take a look at the quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, in his day. A couple of picks in there, a touchdown pass. It was up and down. We'll do that next. Seven twenty WGN. Three,
5: eight, eight, eight. Fresh set of downs at the thirty-two yard line. Play action down the middle of the field. It is Robinson and James!
1: Bears beat the New York Giants, 1914. Hamp and OB with cause. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Our phone number is 312 981 7200. Mitchell Trubisky today, 25 of 41 for 278 yards. Threw a touchdown pass, threw a couple of interceptions, one in the end zone when it was a. Start of the game that you were hoping the Bears would get going, and somehow, some way, on third down, he put it in a place that that's the last choice he should have made. So that was ugly, but he did rebound. Camp, what do you think of the quarterback today?
2: Okay, and again, this is always going to be, as Obese calls him, herky-jerky. There were series of football where he looked more than competent, and then there's some that he just had no clue what the hell was going on. Let me just say this. The first pick, it was again a schematic foul up because we had two receivers in the compressed area in the same place where the linebacker was able to fall off and jump up and you know, Ogletree Ogle Ogle Tree jumps up and makes the interception. Because the receiver was underneath, and there's not enough room. You, you've got to be able. That I think it was the the back had to, to to clear out. Instead, he turns around, which allowed the linebacker to go ahead and fade back and go up and make the pick. Again, Trubisky should not have thrown it. Should have seen that it was too congested. But that should that that linebacker should never been in the hole waiting on him because the receiver actually had made a good move and and cleared out the post pattern.
3: Matter of fact, uh, the baller game-changing moment, Hampton.
2: Well, in my mind, it was the uh, first drive of the second half. Now, another reason why we're mad, you know, the Giants are, are worse than we are. They're they're stinko, so they kick at it out of bounds, you know, just to make everything fair and square, right? So we get to start on the forty. Well, Trubisky has his best drive of the day throwing the ball accurately and on time in tempo about four or five i think it was four four and they went right down the field and they scored a touchdown that was the best this offense has looked in the last two months but at the end of the day one drive doesn't make a game or a season and we and you know what evidently at halftime Matt Nagy went in there and got the Rosetta Stone uh, uh, going so he could read his own plate sheet and actually was throwing the ball down the field, not only with tempo and a hurry-up offense, but the quarterback responded and throwing it uh, very accurately. And, hey, receivers are paid to catch it and make something happen, and they did.
1: Muller Game-Changing Moment, sponsored by the Muller Auto Group with family-owned dealerships in Highland Park, Gurney, and Hoffman Estates. Muller Automotive, you will not be disappointed. Yes, OB? As a matter of fact, they're having a little
3: birthday dinner for my wife tonight and Mr. Muller will be having dinner with us.
1: Oh, there you so go. got to be very nice to him. <laughs> well, ha- well, happy birthday to Ann. And that's be- a
2: game-changing moment also. The yeah.
3: birthday, also right? The Mike right. Muller birthday
1: game-changing
3: moment. Yeah, so-
2: and Muller won't grab the, the the check off the table. That won't change. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't say that, Mike. And and Ann will be thrilled that you're going to be in a great mood tonight, OB. You're going to come on home. The Bears won 1914. Nagy did a great job, right? no. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
3: no, yeah, right. Uh, sure. No, don't
2: you understand?
1: It. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> Nagy let and me
4: Trubisky ha- have formed
2: the, a comedy duo. Let, you know me, I'm telling you, you can't make all this stuff up.
1: Well, let me ask you this, because the big conversation with Nagy right now is should he give up the play calling? And when you go from week to week to week, you do not see any difference, really. They're, they're That running first the,
2: drive of the second half, that's as good as it gets. I mean, hey, look at that and see what's going on and how you're utilizing what weapons you have against what their defenses are. And boom, 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 four plays. We went 60 yards in no time flat.
3: Let me say this. You know, you're wondering, well, that was a great drive by him, Dan, and everything was good. Now, the last time I checked, shouldn't that be from the get-go, the opening sound of the gun, if you're an offense Convert on third down, move the ball down the field, get some touchdowns and point. We don't do that. We don't even come close to doing anything like that.
2: We lead the league in three and outs. Now think about that. All the the, the crud ball teams, like the Dolphins and the Cincinnati Bengals and Jets and, and, and the Giants. We lead the league in three and outs. And we kick off whether we kick off or receive after we get somebody stopped. It's a three and out. The
3: other main thing is, folks, you're wondering why why these people make these millions and millions of dollars? Because they're supposed to catch the ball when it's thrown to them. They're supposed to break tackles. They're supposed to block people. They're supposed to rush to the people. They're supposed to intercept the ball. That's what you're getting paid to
2: do. Seven, and we don't do it. Seven out of 11 games this year, no Touchdowns in the first half. Think about that. Seven out of 11 games, zero TDs in the first half. His quarterback rating was 0.
4: 0.7
2: or on passes 15 yards and further down the field. That's what 0. it was. 0.7, you know what that at down? In,
4: in the beginning, in the first half, hey Glenn,
3: 0. 0.7. That outdoes his first half of football. What was it, two weeks ago or three? Where we ran the ball for a total of eight yards, and he passed the ball for a grand total of one yard, passed the ball, folks, one yard of passing, and running the football to eight yards, and that was Nagy's game plan for the entire first half. (laughs) That That, that destroys the word impossible, unbelievable, unacceptable, unacceptable. And sheer stupidity falls right on his head. I mean, fourteen
4: inches of play isn't uh, is it
1: impressive. Can you
3: <laughs> believe that one yard in passing? Thirty minutes of football. Yeah, fourteen inches per uh, per, per uh, uh run.
1: We'll get some in calls play. coming back in here after the quick time out. Or three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. The Bears have had thirty eight three and outs. That's the most in the NFL. And I actually think in, in even more damning status, the they're six for fifteen on third and one.
4: They're terrible on third and Not, one, and they run weird plays on third and one.
1: Third and one, okay. Is, guys, is, they is, had
3: the delay uh, the while, most important play of the game. Take a wild stab. Whose fault is that?
1: Well, I was asking Hamp and, and to, to answer that. Do you want? To, do you want Nagy to give up the play calling? Do we? Who's, I want who, him who? to keep walking east and toes vice. I got close.
3: where
4: you're at. That's I'm, what I want. I
1: got where but you're but at. The, the
4: problem is here's the problem, Mark. You don't know.
1: Who's doing Who's what? Gonna call. Well, Who's going to call? Who's going to call the plays well, then if yeah, he maybe. can't? Right. Well, you could give it to Mark Elfrich. All right. Quick timeout 720
5: WGN. He's got a fresh set of downs
1: at the 32
5: yard line. Play action down the middle of the field. It is Robinson in
1: Big day for Allen Robinson. Six catches, 131 yards, and that touchdown right there. It could have had 60 more if they hadn't had an illegal hand to the face from Cody Whitehair.
4: And it should have been a touchdown, though, on that play. And that's the techniques that we talk about. Dan's talking about fundamentals in coaching. When you basically have a blocker in front of you, and he's pushing the guy to the outside or to the right side, you cut left. And you score a touchdown. He ran to the the way the blocker was blocking the defensive back and got tackled. There's, uh, I, there's no re. It, it didn't even make sense.
1: I would think that uh, if Adam Hogue, who will be on with us at 435 from Soldier Field, if you went up to Allen Robinson and asked him about that play, he would tell you he should have scored. I mean, all day long.
4: No question. I, I, but this is... The fundamentals we're talking about,
1: right? Right, right. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. 981 7200 Hampton will be with Cos with you till six o'clock today. Want to say thank you to Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Banquets, family owned and operated, the best Italian cuisine in Chicago. one hundred forty fourth and Pulaski in Midlothian. Phone number seven zero eight three nine six two three three three. Hamp, you. You know
2: when the Bears play, you know bad, and the weather's crud. Boy, we can always count on the solid gold food
1: of Bartolini's. Bartolini's running strong again today. Let's and I'll
4: tell you, I mean, they sent me, I got that overnight shipment of uh, meatballs and everything else. They hooked and, you
1: up with an overnight shipment? Oh. That's
4: good on you, Kosh. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm saying, you know, you know, because you can order it online, so you can actually get uh, it delivered anywhere in the country. All it, the way to Utah. It's what I'm getting at here is this. What, you would have thought my wife just can, got a Christmas gift. Can, can we like, send our
2: coach yeah. to Utah? <laughs> <laughs> and
3: can I just get a little personal thing Whatever you need, O.B., let's okay, get personal. I just, I just want to give a shout-out um, to Preston. Uh, he's the center for Prairie Ridge in Crystal Lake. Okay. They won. They're going downstate, and uh, they're, they're old, old family friends. Brennan, his mother... Mike, the father—they're—they're they're wonderful people, and Preston is one. Yeah, he's, I think he's about 6'1", 265. He's a hell of a football player. Maybe someday, Preston, he'll be playing for the Chicago Bears. There you go, Preston. But congratulations to you and your rest of your teammates. Go downstate. Take care
1: of business. There you go. 1914. Congrats to you, Preston. Congrats to the Bears who beat the New York Giants. Bears are 5-6 and six with a quick turnaround. Detroit coming up on Thursday. Let's get some calls in here. 312-981-7200. Joanne in Elmhurst, you'll kick us off. Go ahead, Joanne.
6: I'm just wondering what's different from last year to this year. Last year, and I agree with everything you say, by the way, like all women do, but he was coach of the year last year what happened this year good question
4: angio went to denver really he yeah, exactly. say it but
6: that's the truth that's okay. the point and, of it. And,
2: and you know what folks th- th- there's there was a hidden hand and you can say what you want but we had it with buddy ryan there was a certain toughness and a certain integrity and a, a refusal to accept anything less than your very best. And I just brought up that Eddie Jackson has been putrid most of the season this year. You know, he strutted around, he made all pro last year, and good for him because he did make a lot of big plays and he was good. And Vic Fangio is a type of coach that held their feet to the fire. And guess what? The offense, they get a little vibe of that too. They realize, hey, there is a certain higher, higher performance call that we all have to answer to. And this winning games like we did today. Vic Fangio would be even more upset than he would have if it would have been a thirty to nothing, you know, a loss because we did not play the game the Chicago Bears should have played, and that is part of the reason this BU crap, you know. Oh, everybody, no, that goes. It's a, it's antithetical to to the, the bottom line of being a team. You subjugate yourself. To the good of the team. And we got a bunch of – we got 50 guys out there trying to make plays and jump around even though we're playing a real bad brand of football.
3: Well, here, we were 12-4 and last year, 12-4. and And Now that's 2018. Now we're coming to 2019. What was, was. This is a brand-new year. So whatever they had to do, and just trust me on this one, trust me, the coaching staff had to get better, smarter, work harder. The offense had to get better at every position from where they were last year, okay? We we had a playoff game, first time in eight or ten years. We're at home. Eagles, <clears throat> we don't score any points. I tell you what, we lost the game. We had to get better from there. The defense, they had to get better from last year because if you want to be a world champion, that's what you have to do. Last year, we got beaten in a playoff game at home. To get better... What do you have to do? Everybody's got to elevate their game, offensively, defensively, and who has to put the pressure on them to make them better and smarter are the coaches. Nobody has done their job this year. Please, uh, I'm, folks, yeah, that's, that's exactly what's happened. The offense, they floated around during the offseason. They've done nothing. The coaching on our offense by Nagy has been pathetic. We have no game plan defensively. All those fumbles, all those bounces of the balls, all those tips of the balls, interceptions—they're gone. No more. You got to play hard, smart, tough football, and that's what they—that's where they should be. From last year to this year, you had to improve all the way across the board. And guess what? We have not improved at all.
2: Got complacent. Okay, let me just throw this at you, and this would not have happened last year. Remember what happened in the playoffs with 60-yard 12-play drive to score the winning touchdown and beat us here at home. Green Bay, 73-yard 10-play drive for a field goal late in the fourth quarter to put us out of commission. Denver, they scored 11 points in the fourth quarter to take the lead. Washington, they scored two touchdowns in the second half when we should have been just pummeling them. Minnesota drove 92 yards on a 13-play drive for a TD in the fourth quarter to put the fear of God in us. Oakland Raiders, we had the lead. They go 92 yards for a touchdown to win the game. San Diego, we had to win in the fourth quarter. They drove for a, touch, a touchdown in the fourth quarter to beat us here at home. The Rams in the fourth quarter last week, they drive for a touchdown in the fourth quarter to basically take us out of the game. And today we've got them down 20, uh, excuse me, 19 to seven. And they get the ball on the two yard line in the fourth quarter. This is where we get a safety and laugh about it. No, they stuck it up our address, 98 yards for a TD. And they were in position to take the lead at the end of the game. If their quarterback probably hadn't hurt his hand, that, is what the difference is. There is no sense of purpose on this team. They go out and play the game, and then when it's all over, they look at each other like, hey, pat me on the back.
3: There's well, there's too much, uh, too much of this uh, slapping each other on the back after plays and doing all this. Guys, you players, I'm telling you, and this coaching staff, you guys are not doing what you're paid to do. My God, I do believe you have the quality of people on there as far as playing in the NFL, I think that's there. But what's lacking, again, I'll say it again, it's coaching. And there's nobody going to change my mind about this. You can't go week after week after week and come up with the dumbest offensive game plan and a defense where you should be blitzing, you should be coming after people, and you're not. Thank God we played some of these weak sisters at an important time in our schedule. Again, we won today. But watch and see the next five games or whatever it is that we have to play. We'll see how good they coach this team on both sides of the ball.
2: Think about this, guys: 27 seconds left in the first half today. We've got the ball in position to score a touchdown. Trubisky misses the, the wheel route to Cohen. And anyway, we have to call a timeout because we're unprepared. We don't yeah. know what to do. Oh, it's whoa. We're, we're inside the ten yard line. We don't know. We don't practice. We're we're unprepared. It is it's 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 unacceptable. And what? it changed the whole
4: complexion of that. Because again, you don't waste the timeout. You actually could run a different play and maybe throw it short and maybe get into the end zone on a, a seam route, something where you hit quick. So it just changes everything.
3: Glenn, what we're talking about. Is, and, folks, if you're trying to get the gist of it here, I think with all three of us, are I, I have no idea what the hell Dan's going to say or Glenn's going to say or Mark, but I'll tell you, I think it's all pointing down to one thing, Nagy and his coaching staff. These players, they've got some pretty good football players they on do. here. But I'll tell you what, I think there's a lack of discipline. There's a lack of knowledge. I think these could be smarter football players with smarter game plans, and I'm not seeing it. I've been around this game long enough. I played on a world championship team. I know what it takes to get there. And we don't have it. And I don't even see it in the near future.
1: Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. What you just teed up their Hamp, on the on the field goal right before half. I love, but it
4: just I, I just the, I just I just the, loved his it. inability to coach.
1: Yeah, no, it was it was rough on the third down. You got to burn a timeout. You end up getting a field goal. But I loved Eddie Panero just celebrating like he had won the game with the twenty six <laughs> yard. He was so relieved that he split the uprights. <laughs> that, that was that, that,
4: Nagy's fault also it, because it, he, he
1: jerked it, his kicker around the week before. That's true too. Should have let him kick the second one after he missed the first one. I Man, completely it, guys. agree, guys. We talk all about it. You know how close we
3: were to losing this. Football game today.
2: Two bad kicks from their kicker. Yep. We lost this goals.
1: football game.
2: Yeah. Two missed field goals. We're really, really upset before Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> All right. 312-98-172. Quick time. I'll come on back. We'll take a look at the defense coming back here, seven twenty WGN.
2: Today we, we we got down in the mud with a bunch of pigs and wallowed around and we come out with a win. And you know what? until the final minute of the game against a very, very bad team looking for anything to hang a hat on after losing six straight. They almost find a way to win. And you know what, O.B.? If their kicker wasn't worse than ours and missed two chip shots, we are the ones looking up at the the Giants winning this game.
1: And, O.B. and Kaz, if you missed the start of the show, that was a snippet from Dan Hampton. That was Dan being very critical again. My God, Dan! I'd like to hear you guys give Matt Nagy some credit when it was fourth down, and he had his entire offense out there. They're in their own territory, and then all of a sudden, the he offense did it against runs
4: the Rams last week. So there's really no credit, and that just tells you why the Giants are two and nine now because the Rams. Didn't overreact and they covered it perfectly. Yeah. Giants
1: didn't have the return guy out there, though. And here comes the punting team. He uh, paddled Donald, phenomenal kick. Cordero Patterson diving into the end zone. Bears defense, uh, you know, the Bears get great field position or the Giants are stuck all the way in their own territory. That was a great job by Nagy. Anybody? Anybody? Hemp? Credit to him. It, 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 He's been watching the MAC conference. They do it all the time out. in the
4: MAC
2: conference. <laughs> yeah.
4: it, really, that, it, but if that is what we're hanging our hat on for yeah. our coach. His genius is that he did that. And really, the Giants could have exchanged because if you saw, they exchanged the punting ball, and the ref was standing over the ball. So he would have let the Giants make the exchange. They just chose not to and left the defense in.
3: We'll we'll see all his. what a great genius he is these next several games coming up. We'll see what a genius he is and his coordinators and his position coaches. And we'll see if these kids can respond. We'll just wait and see. And,
2: and not to harp on one other thing. I saw a quarterback running around, diving around, blah, blah. blah. Nobody had a hit pointer, okay? Remember last week in <laughs> the post game, We Uh-oh. said this is all a make-believe story to cover the fact that he got his butt benched and he was crying. So, you know, enough I, of that.
3: Let yeah. me just jump in and say that again. When I watched him, when he was supposedly hurt late in the game, listen – I've had a hip replacement. I couldn't tell you how many hip pointers I've had, and so many cracks in my hip and, and my knees, and whatever have you. And if you do, you don't walk in a normal walk. You don't all of a sudden walk in and then stop and turn around on the sideline, and he's walking around adjusting his hat, talking to people. When you got a hip pointer, that is a very painful thing. And how is it, how is it that this supposedly happened in the second quarter? And when did Nagy find out about this, did he say? Was it the third or fourth quarter? He was watching, he said. He's he started <clears throat> watching. And then, it, it, but it's interesting. Let me tell goofy. you what I saw. There was he runs an option play to the short side of the field. So if the kid lands, he lands on his hip on the right side where it's supposed to be hurting. I didn't see him limping. No. I see him scrambling around. I didn't see him limping. See, he booted
4: him today what? to what would would be a hard throw on a bootleg when you have a hip point or
1: a problem with your hip. He had a moment today where he was well, he was limping around, and then he was fine. I think I think he had like a little something, but he could have finished the game. And for a guy who's trying to build some confidence with his teammates, to me, it's kind of obvious. Why are you I, pulling him? What I saw he could have finished the game. What I
3: saw and what Dan saw when we were looking at it at the show last week. And I talked to Dan, I said, Dan, is he crying? He's
4: I thought crying. so too. I he thought watched. so too. When I was looking I said, at that when that Nagy had his
3: little BU uh yeah.
4: mask over the two of them and he well, was
3: had his head down and he was yeah, Paul, I'm telling you, things that he did in playing on the field and how he was on the sidelines, they never took him into the blue tent. I never saw him confer with a doctor. No doctor by him. No doctor came up by him. No trainer came up by him, and I'm supposed to believe. What they're saying,
1: I don't believe it. To this minute, I don't believe it. Time to grade the Bears secondary. How was the coverage today? It's sponsored by PPG Paints for the best coverage. Chicagoland Painters pick PPG. I'll that. Go hey, ahead.
4: Listen, overall, it was pretty good, except for, again, you can't give up a touchdown on 4th and 19, and your all-pro free safety jumped the route because he wanted to be a hero and get a pick. There you go. And that, that you know, do you have to give a grade on that? That just tells you, again, horrible coaching, and that's unacceptable from a professional player. How about the one time when he came up and he, he tried to strip the ball and the guy got an extra 15 yards, the uh, receiver from uh, the Giants. So... They're trying to do too much, and they're all doing their style points instead of just playing the game the way you're supposed to. All I so.
2: can remember is uh, our two uh, safeties in the end zone uh, basically refusing to hit the running back as the Rams score last week. It was, it was. I'm just saying, it is what it is. It's on film. Go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, so the, how do you grade the defensive backs? Well, I, I think the corners
4: see. were solid. Your safeties were terrible today. In critical the moments, best
3: thing that you could, in my opinion, Glenn, is what you're talking about. You know more a little bit more about this than I would. Best thing I'd give what Dan just said, is a C. Right. My God, we're, we are we weren't playing a conglomeration of the best tight end, the best slot, the best wideouts in the National Football League. They were far, far below that, folks, in ability with a rookie quarterback. Well, I will tell you what, the kid tried as best he could, but that was a subpar offense, and our defense, as far as I'm concerned, there should have been all kinds of interceptions and great hits on the receivers, but there weren't.
2: Yeah, zero interceptions on 36 passes, and it looked to me like the rest of the Giants were looking for a place to lay down until we let them back in the game.
1: Right. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Mark and Darian, go ahead, my friend. Welcome to WGN. How you doing? Okay, Mark. Good. Uh,
6: Two questions, I guess. Um, Did you think that Maggie thinks he's the smartest guy in the room?
3: There's no question about it.
6: And the second is, uh, how much of this do you put on on, uh, Chuck Pagano?
3: Good questions, Mark. Appreciate the call.
2: Uh, Maggie thinks he's the uh, smartest guy in the room when Ryan Pace actually leaves the room.
3: That's an absolute. (laughs) This guy thinks he's the genius of all geniuses in his mind, and his mouth. Yeah, but it is true. and I, They're part of this. Look,
4: he, uh, the coordinator, D coordinator, makes a call. Your free safety in that situation has to be in the end zone, and he comes up and attacks the receiver and basically knocks the ball down. He jumped it to try and get a pick because he thought the quarterback was going to get sacked. So he jumped, jumped the route,
3: and it, it got thrown over his head. Well, how about we weren't getting to him? How about putting a blitz package together, playing against a rookie quarterback? They've only won two games in your 11th game of the season. How about going after the kid and making him just absolute life miserable for that kid? Get in his face, sack him, knock him around. Don't let him sit back there and try to complete plays. That's what you're talking about, that 19-yard touchdown. Exactly. That should have blitzed the hell out of him.
2: And here's the thing. At the end of the day, in our locker room, we're all you know, jumping around, thinking, "Oh, we did great!" I'll guarantee you, the Giants are saying, "You know what? We matched up, and we should have won this game." Yeah. And that's even, Chuck Pagano should have embarrassed this kid. In fact, he feels better about his. Danny, game now. he should have went after
3: him from the he get should've. go. A rookie quarterback with that record and his. his... 10, leady,
2: fumbles, et
4: cetera. Leady, yeah. My yeah. God. 14, them... I think. I think it's a big 17 number. 17
2: turnovers coming in yeah. today. Glad the they
1: today. They should have blitzed the hell out of them. Right. Jeff Vukovic, he's back in our WGN huddle here. What's up, Vuk? Straight shooter who knows insurance. He's on our side, and he'd love to help you. Nationwide's on your side. Check out jeffvuk.com. Vuk. That's the man, Vuk. <laughs> They're looking for a tight end. Jeff Cry out for him. You're better than anything they got. Nationwide is on your side. He wouldn't
2: have dropped it like Broniker did right over that the was, middle. Oh, right that after he got oh. dinged, though. It, right? We, we, yeah, but we talked about it because
4: for the first time, you're thinking to yourself, "Hey, maybe this tight end isn't all that, that was, bad." Because he took a big
3: shot a and minute. then he dropped. He just. Drops it. Next Everybody point. hold on a minute. You know what a receiver's
1: paid to do? Catch the ball. Catch the damn football. <laughs> yes, they are. That was a good throw, just for the record. He had a Trubisky's Trubisky.
2: Trubisky threw the ball pretty darn well today. He, he, he yeah, it's
1: a helter, yeah. skelter uh, he would have some, posh of, put, uh there were some
2: ugly ones, but
1: he, Right, but he is there what were. he is. There were. exactly all right. News coming up. Your phone calls after that. Adam Hogue at 4.30. Bears beat the Giants 19-14. will be with Coz until 6 o'clock on 720 WGN.
5: Right right, third down and goal now from the two. Giants trying to limit Chicago to a field goal here. And stay in this game. The touchdown will make it mildly tough. Kaz Trubisky on the keeper. they
1: That was a huge moment in the football game, Trubisky running it in, 3 yard touchdown run. Matt Nagy at that point, for the record, was trying to call a timeout, didn't get the timeout. Then they go for it on the two-point try. Then they're flagged for offensive pass interference with Allen Robinson on the pick play. Which it was.
4: You can't do the way he did it. You're going to get a call.
3: That That is
1: correct. And then they're flagged for a legal substitution, which knocked them back even further. And then they're kicking a 48-yard extra point, and then they missed the extra point. Just to recap that. Particular moment in the football game. But bottom line, they did get in the Who's end zone. that a reflection on?
2: If you missed it, the well, Keystone Cops on YouTube uh, would be available anytime. You can watch the same thing on YouTube. Keystone I've never Cops. seen anything. Who's
3: that, that a reflection on?
1: The head coach. I, I, would, I would say and the head, coaching staff in general. I would say the head coach will be all 12 right.
4: 12 guys. I want you to think about this. I don't think – I guarantee you it didn't happen to that kid that went downstate state. was playing downstate next week. I bet Prairie Ridge didn't press make it. that mistake. That, that I guarantee it. you their coach was smart enough to count and see 11 guys out there. Yeah, that's this is the pros. Counting, 12 to, ele- guys. Preston
1: Pelosi. Counting to 11 is – I mean, that's a big number.
4: 12 guys, and you run them out there late, so you add another five yards
1: onto your penalty. Hey, Kaz, who brought it today? It's sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. Who do you want to –
4: Hey, I still I, – you know. I like uh, the effort on the goal line there. That was a huge play on flipping the ball back. Our return guy, and he—you know, for a guy that has been a speed guy, he really is making some plays. And never really
1: was a special teamers until he got here. Yeah, we're talking about Corderell Patterson, Hamp. You made, you made the point a couple weeks ago that you would like to see him play tight end, which I thought was a great point. he's a big, he's a big guy. I would
3: like to see him as the running back instead of five foot five. 175-pound Tariq Cohn. This kid weighs about 225, 230, and he's as fast as Tariq, or probably probably the fastest guy on the team. I'd like to see him at running back, see him in an ace backfield. He
2: doesn't You know have... who he is? He's Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Ideal. I right. right. You know, um, uh. Uh, and, and like the uh, the moving tight end H-back. Well, why the uh, hell don't they put them at tight end? They're, they're stupid. Because they, they don't know yeah, why they put them at running don't, back.
3: We, listen, They got them on special teams. They
4: can't even get 12 guys. They can't get 11 guys on the field. So what do you mean? Why don't they? And I, I would also say that the linebacker, the, the, uh, the kid that is replaced, Nick Kwiatkowski uh, you're giving love to? You have to. That guy brings it every week, and he's he's starting on defense, and he's one of the yes. first guys down on special teams I'll on every play. I'll tell you every what, play.
3: they better lock that kid up. I think he's a free agent at the end of this year. I believe he is. He plays hard. Th- you, and you, that's, I, you'd like 11 kids like yeah, him. You could win. You could win with guys like that because yes.
4: he's not selfish and he's going to take the right angles, and he's not going to jump inside when
1: he's supposed to have contain. us let's let's blow through some calls here, team. Everybody, uh, get on your game. Come quick. Come with your best points. Duke in Ottawa, you start us off. Go ahead, Duke. Duke,
6: hey, O.B. Hampton, I got some baby aspirin. I want you guys to have a Maticario and Farkson. Anyway, Trubisky, I, I don't think this guy is fit to sell ties at Marshall Fields, and Coach Nagy, you know, he's nothing more than a glorified host at a steakhouse. You know, it's just, uh, you know, get the blooming onion. Let's get going, guys. Uh, my nephew scores more points in his youth football game in Ottawa than, uh, the Bears can score all season. I don't think the Bears are going to win another game this year because they're more worried about what the media and what the fans are booing about than they're about executing their plays. So
3: that's a correct you know, point. Dude, that's a great you point. Know, a what, do you going to be a
6: good chess player. If you can't play chess, that should be part of your interview. I think Virginia McCaskey, how to get Theodore Phillips and the rest of those boys in the front office, line them up, and just say, hey, Maybe it's time to move on to McDonald's and work the french fry line, because obviously you can't cook a hamburger, let alone coach a team and manage
1: it. All right, let me just recap everything that Duke just said. He's got <laughs> Ted Phillips working at McDonald's. He's fired a lot. <laughs> he's got he's got Matt Nagy as the Mater D at Gibson's. No, at best, a host. Uh, not, uh, oh, a host, not, not the Mater yeah, D, yeah. okay. Because that's a little more skill and, level. And where did he have Trubisky at? What I, I missed that. I, I had it a second ago. He had him doing something else as well. Oh, no, he had, yeah, yeah. am selling sweaters at Bloomingdales. Retail's tough nowadays. I don't know if you know that's a Marshalls. Mar- I think Marshalls.
2: Think about this. Eleven games we have played this year and we were one of the preseason favorites to go and win a Super Bowl. And yet in eleven games we have failed to score one measly touchdown in the first half, seven times.
4: That's insane. It is,
2: and it's in OB's point about the storms coming as far as you know having to play the Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs, people that know how to score. It's going, this coaching staff is getting exposed by the week, and it's really going to accelerate down the stretch here.
3: It's not the players' fault, folks, it's the coaches. I mean, to me, that's as clear as a bell. These coaches are not getting, they're not, what they're getting paid for, they're not doing. They're not
4: demanding to, They're not, uh, Glenn. They're not they're, demanding better this, from this the players. This is player. a
3: subpar head coach and a subpar coaching staff. Why do I say that? From last year to this year after 11 games, take a look at us. Yeah, I, I, For God's I, sakes, we can't even get on an extra point. We can't <coughs> even figure out that there's 11 the guys worst. supposed to be out there. Are you kidding me? And you sent, you sent. A twelfth guy out
4: to the field. Yes, the, the special teams coach. Whether it was him or not, a guy ran out
3: onto the field. A coach grabbed the kid, told him go yeah. out there. Yeah, a guy not going to run 12, out. Twelve,
1: Nagy. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Go to the call uh, before I lose my mind uh, over here. Okay, I got some more wood for your fire here, Ob. But I'll save it for a second, Dave, in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Who wants the Bears to sell the team? Is that right, Dave? No, not really, guys. First of all, Ed and um and Dan,
6: I wanna thank you personally for all the years that I've watched you guys play. I'm sixty nine years old, been a Bear fan for a long time, born and raised in Green Bay. Welcome. Still a bear fan. And I tell you awesome right now, Bay I wanna to thank too, you guys gosh. for giving your I wanna thank you guys for giving your blood and guts in that field every time you played that game. I am really proud of you guys as Bears and you're the true Bears. Include the cosmet in
1: there too. I think there was some blood oh and guts God, by 88, too. Yeah, that's Cause all right. No, you're
6: receiving. No, Cos, <laughs> fantastic. You gave the same thing 100% on that field, my friend. I want to ask one thing. How does George McCaskey tomorrow morning come out of his office, go down for a cup of coffee, meets Mr. Pace in the hallway going for his coffee? How can he look him right in the eye and even look him in the eye and say, the money you have spent for my team and the waste it has been? $6 million for a backup quarterback, $18 million for a quarterback he thought was going to be great in Glennon. Our quarterback now with the draft choices, you know, guys, you can go on and on with this right down the line from our two tackles that were paid way overpaid if you even saw him play today.
1: You know now what? I the other. Th- Thanks, Dave. Appreciate Listen,
6: Dave. it. Hey, David. You're... Uh, that was a great
3: call, Dave. But you're talking about Mike Glennon It was guaranteed $18.5 okay? and okay? And, and I think. What you got to look at is not only the people he brought, like the money, but how about his, well, actually. The way he mistreated that kid, too, after you sign him and give him this guarantee said, and then you you move the, up in the draft. The, 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 the day of the draft, they said just signed Glennon 48 days before that, <clears throat> signed him at $18.5 million. They had the NFL draft on television. It's big hoopla down at Soldier Field. Dan Hampton was there. They send Mike Lennon down there to meet and greet the people. He's going to be the new quarterback for everybody. And he's up on the stage, and they say the Bears trade up to the second spot, and they take quarterback Mitch Trubisky. Dan, I understand that Mike Lennon actually turned white up there. He was like dumbfounded on that stage. How embarrassing was that for Mike Lennon?
4: Yeah, and just, just just a bad maneuver. Across the board. No communication. Bum
2: Phillips. You talk about a a a no class move? You know, Bum Phillips had a a great maxim about coaching. He would say if a coach was really good, and Vic Fangio, Buddy Ryan, a bunch of Bill Belichick, they fall in this this category.
3: George Allen.
2: They could take your team and he said I could take yours and beat mine with yours. And I don't know of only maybe two teams out of 11 games that we didn't have the better roster, better players, top to bottom, that would make maybe the Packers and maybe the Chargers. Everybody else, we should have beat them into the ground, but we haven't. You know, we're scraping around, barely winning against Denver, against the New York Giants, all these pathetic teams losing to the Raiders who are you know got killed by the Jets today. I'm just saying. This more and more becomes evident, this coaching staff, both sides of the ball and special teams, woefully
1: inadequate. Well, you rewind back to that Raiders game. You're up, it's the fourth quarter, you're playing without your quarterback, you're 3-1 and one at that point. You're going into the bye week, and you end up losing that football game, and really the season just changed. It
2: did, Yeah. 92-yard drive where we roughed the kicker on a fourth and six, and then they go for it on fourth and one when everybody on the planet Earth knew, knew we're was coming, fake it was right. coming, and yet they go ahead and go down and score a touchdown and beat us. That tells you coaches are not getting it done.
3: Mark, this season was lost way before the regular season started. When In he said everybody on the bench. This no. offseason from last year to now, this offseason – When they went to mini-camp and this camp and that camp, then they went to training camp, and then the exhibition season, these kids were never coached up. And again, I'm not going to put it on these players because they go out there for the most part and give it every damn thing they have. But boy, when you got a general... And you've got some colonels and lieutenants and captains out there that are helter-skelter and don't know what the hell's going on there and what proves it today, Well, Glenn was just talking about. you got 11 guys out there to kick an extra point, and the idiot coach, whoever it was, special teams coach, whoever it was, (laughs) grabs a guy and sends him out there. That made it 12. This is the 11th game, folks. You can't make mistakes like that. And who's making them? This Coaching staff, and if I'm hard on on them tonight, too damn bad because they deserve it, if not more. And selfishness, when you start seeing
4: players play selfishly, that's on coaching, too. Yes, it is. Because when guys start thinking for themselves and wanting to get theirs, right? Because that's what you're thinking now. When you get in this selfish mode, that's being you, you want you. That's him being you. Be you. you, they, be and, you. Somebody,
2: and, they, and the goof at the top is saying, be you. Worry about you. No. Worry about the damn team. Right. Let's get to the goals. Do calls. your assignment."
1: Tony, Derek, Tom, Stanley, Bernie, we'll get back to you in a matter of moments. Case closed. The cops say so, but why are the killers still free? Getting away with murder. WGN-TV investigates Monday At 9, Adam Hogue, after 4.30 right here on 720
7: WGN. Happy we won, but it's not good enough, not nearly good enough from this offense, from myself. Can't have the turnovers, got to be better on third down, got to be better in the red zone. So enjoy the win, but quick turnaround Uh, this week, obviously, playing on Thursday. So we just got to find ways to get better and improve and quit making mistakes, uh, especially myself. Quit
1: making mistakes, especially myself, Mitch Trubisky. And the receivers got my back, and
3: I got the receivers back, and I talked to the coach, and he likes what we're doing out there, and he's got my back, and I have the coaches back, and the receivers got the coaches back, and they like me, and I love them, and and Pace loves us, and I have his back, and they've got my back, and we've got each other's back, and we're going to Detroit, and we're going to try to get their back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My... God, uh, he, 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 he hold on. He said they were happy. He won, we won, but it was not good enough. He, he also we scored more points than them, but it's not good enough. He's, he's hoping He knows they need to be better. Ob. I mean, he wasn't – that wasn't a bunch the of bouquets leads right there. The league. Okay. And, and, I, well, Mark, I've got your back.
3: <laughs> thanks for you man. getting my back. And you love me I, and I love you. I just didn't have thanks your back right there. For, you still, still light, have to. Still on that particular yeah, you still got to play. You still got to perform. But I have your back, even though you may not have my back because their backs are back to the back.
1: I've got your back, but I didn't have your back but right just there. Just be right? you, though. Hey,
2: just be you. Let me bring it back to earth here. Here's Here's the reality. We've got miserable teams like the Cincinnati Bengals and the Miami Dolphins and the Washington Redskins and the New York Jets and the New York Giants, and yet every one of them has more 10-yard-plus runs and 15-yard-plus pass plays that they have executed and are so-called, you know, Mr. Back guy here, our back doctor has, you know, led an offense that is the worst in the league at trying to move the football. Let That's me, just the way
1: it is. Let me read you a quote about why he thinks he's better in the no huddle during the two minute offense. Quote: Mitchell Trubisky, I can see the defense not thinking as much, not worried about the play clock, seeing the D and reacting. It's more natural for me. The two minute offense is the strength of our offense right now. That's Mitchell Trubisky talking well, about because the they no, were, they the were in the pre, no huddle. They
4: were in prevent too. Let's just call it what it is they were they were giving up the big chunks
3: because they didn't care let's let's call it like what you're talking about let's call it what it is going into this game mitch trubisky in the in the league he was last in yards per pass play at little over five yards and last in the amount of total yardage in passing 175 dead last would you put him in the no huddle more Yes, I would put them in a no-huddle, you... fast-moving, spin them out, move the pocket, bootlegs, stuff that Nagy doesn't do, and they've just started doing it the last couple games.
2: Now, think about this, OB. You know, we're screaming about, you know, lack of production this offense had one drive. It was the one drive at the beginning of the second half, 60 yards. They went boom, 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 and looked like a NFL offense. The other touchdown, the other measly little weak touchdown, came on a massive four-yard drive when Mac actually got to the quarterback, stripped the ball, and we took over possession on the four. And it took four downs to get in. Yeah, I'm just saying, this is how. Putrid, this offensive design is.
1: Jump back in the calls in a second here, but OB, I want to throw a little bit more wood on your fire on Nagy as far as adjustments. Week one, opening drive, 12 yards, punted. Week two, one yard, punt. Week three, 25 yards, punt. Week four, the only against the putrid Redskins, they went down 75 yards, scored a touchdown. 31 yards in week five, punt. Seven yards, week seven, week six was a bye. Week seven, seven yards, punt. Week eight, seven yards, punt. Week nine, one yard, punt. Week 10, seven yards, punt. Week 11, 41 yards, missed the field goal. And today, eight yards and a punt. It, and just but, the same thing every week. Come it, on. it's a, You, you wouldn't think you'd fall into it and you'd be better. The genius. Um,
4: <laughs> no, I'm saying, you know, when you look through the right. NFL over the history of the NFL, most offensive coordinators script their first 15 to 20 plays. And they work really well. And then the defense makes the adjustment after you've gone through the scripted plays. Our genius is so smart that he goes three and out. And so yeah. the he, defense
3: gets to stay in there. You know. <laughs> a, he, he scripts he only, to, to the
4: he to, He's, his first three. That's what he scripts.
3: He only needs to script three <laughs> plays. His Three plays, and that's it. The three plays play are a one genius. Yard. <laughs> He's such a genius, he can only script three plays. One <laughs> he, yard on a dive uh, uh, out. That goes for no hand yards. Hand off up, up the a middle.
1: And we're going to throw a check down. And that would we'll punt. <laughs> Derek in a car. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, guys? First of all,
6: OB, it is awesome to hear you. Uh, If Uncle Fuzzy was watching this crap right now, poor guy would be rolling over in his grave. So I feel bad that, uh, gosh, the poor guy had had to see this up in heaven. But anyway, my question for you guys is, You know, the short yardage situations, this is terrible. You're on the goal line, and whether you're on the goal line or not, third and long, third and short, why is this idiot Nagy, why can't he figure out how to run a standard NFL play and convert a short yard Third down situation. I'll hang up and listen to your answer. But this is insane, guys.
3: Thank you, Derek. Was he referring to the third one to, where the,
6: they ran? The, the they delay.
4: ran. They ran basically a counter. I mean, you know, look, it's all. It's yeah, a a counter. Long, you want to call yeah, it a delay? You want to call it? It's just a he long gets developing small, the quarterback
3: play. Quarterback takes two, three steps to get back to the back like that. You're really going to fake somebody out, and then he sticks it in his belly, and then the back starts to run up the middle. You folks. That is the worst play on planet Earth. If you're going third and one, and off tackle too. I mean, he, he bounced it back to the backside with was, a with a pulling
1: guard and tackle. It was impressive how long it took to develop. I mean,
4: well, the guy. If you saw that DN went up the field and then cut underneath yeah. the pulling guard and make the play in the what,
3: backfield. All you got to remember <laughs> is is when Waller Payton was there. When if it was third and one or whatever, he he didn't have an end run or whatever. Or there was no delays or anything it's a it bang was, bang play. he snapped the ball right back to McMahon McMahon could barely turn to his left or right as quick and stick it in Peyton's belly and bang the quick opener right up the middle that's how you run that play not a delay to give your defensive lineman a chance to come off of the offensive blocks and close the gaps that's what happened on that
1: play love 34 getting named on the show today Tony in Shererville, go ahead my friend you're on WGN it's
5: a pleasure guys Pamp and OB. Hey, Tone. I you, know, you know, I've never been more disgusted as a Bear
6: fan for all my life watching this team. Inept coaching, garbage play calling. Where do we go? Bring back Ditka
4: maybe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, look, I, I do think, Ned Ed, has, we, Thanks, we, Tony. we've actually identified this. It's, It's not a lack of talent. It's just poor execution, and they're not using their talent well, in the right and way. And that's from the coaching. But run. they're not using the talent in the right way. Yeah, but hold up.
1: Hey, look. The, I The quarterback, I, the quarterback is quarterback. not good enough. That's the most important position in football. And he they're is not. De- They're dealing with a huge disadvantage.
4: Yes, they are. But even if you're dealing with a disadvantage, here, here's the thing about a, a quality coach will look at his team and say, okay, here's what I have. Nagy just wants to run his system instead of saying, well, here's what we can do, and let's just do it. Well, that was part of that's That's what a quality head coach does, and coordinators do. Well, here's that,
1: what we can do. Let's do it. Well, that rewinds back above Nagy to Ryan Pace, who wanted to oh, pick, yeah. who picked a quarterback who would fit into a system rather than just taking the best guy out there and building a system around him, which was, is what the Baltimore Ravens did with Lamar Jackson, and they're a Super Bowl contender. It's what Kansas City has in Patrick Mahomes. The Texans are a playoff team. They stayed in a very mm-hmm. familiar box, and they lost. Straight, Straight up.
3: Here's, here's the difference there. You talk about Pace. You're gonna trust Pace to draft a quarterback in the National Football League? Let me tell you, when <clears throat> excuse me, folks, when he got Trubisky, here are the five things that he saw in Mitch Trubisky that he didn't see in Patrick Mahomes or in Deshaun Watson, who just was in a national championship game at Clemson two years in a row. And by the way, when they lost, he threw for over 400 yards and four or five touchdowns. Yeah, he, just,
5: he just didn't not get the he, ball last. Let that me game. just
3: get – get. this is where Pace said Trubisky was different and better than those two gentlemen I mentioned. He said not only his accuracy, sharp accuracy. One, ability to read defenses was two, poise under pressure – that's three. Are you people, anybody regurgitated yet? And none of those <laughs> things he does well. I mean, literally, none Excellent of those things he does well. Excellent footwork in the pocket. Excellent footwork in the pocket, poise under pressure, ability to read defense, and sharp accuracy. All the answers to those are no. And you're going to trust Pace to head another draft and go out and find a talented quarterback in college somewhere or go in the free agency market. Are you
1: Kidding me? Adam Hogue from Soldier Field is next on 720 WGN.
8: I could feel it that we were moving the ball, you know. And I don't know exactly what the numbers were on on the the pass that got called back to a Rob sixty, and what was it with Broniker twenty nine. So right there is almost a hundred yards, you know that. And but that's there's you know that that goes on, and we understand that. Now you just gotta. You got to regroup and stay together. And none of that's intentional. It's not because of effort. You know, uh, Ben Bronicker's caught a lot of those in practice. And our guys, you know, the, it's it's a battle in there in the trenches with hands to the face. And so um, you got to regroup. That's the Bears head coach, Matt Nagy,
1: after the football game today. Bears beat the Giants 19 14. If you add up those 89 yards, that would give Mitchell Trubisky 300 and 67 yards on the day, if my math is correct. But that's uh, he's, he gets 278, which isn't all bad. Uh, Adam Hogan. No, it's
2: not. But when you compare it to the fact there's 91. Going into today, which a lot of guys are go over, 91 performances by quarterbacks over 300 yards. Ours, zero.
1: Yeah, well... That's true. 91 term.
2: times it's happened this year.
1: And the Giants have this is this this is the lowest the second lowest that anyone scored against the Giants this year and the other was the Redskins but who the, are, all
2: I know is the, Kirk Cousins still- went into uh New York and killed him became player of the month of October against this crap defense and
1: we struggle. Let's bring in Adam Hogue from Soldier Field joining us. You can read Adam at wgnradio.com for your best football coverage in town. Adam, good afternoon. I was watching your Three thoughts at halftime, and you had the lack of adjustments from game to game is more alarming. Why not let someone else call plays? So far, there's been more offensive creativity in this halftime mascot game. So why don't you start there with the Bears' play calling?
9: Yeah, well, first of all, a very entertaining mascot game at halftime <laughs> where they, uh, you know, they threw a lateral backwards and then Clark the Cubs threw a touchdown to Southpaw, the White Sox mascot. I mean, wow. is, I mean, some great creative offense that we just don't see during the game. Um,
4: <laughs> Well, no, because he scripts three plays.
1: You know that, right? We, we figured out that he's scripting three plays to start the game. The three and out, he's got it scripted.
9: Oh yeah, yeah. The, uh, the I love the uh, second down, just left tackle pulls out and doesn't block anybody. Play. That's a that's, that's a good one. Um, yeah, look, I, I I just at this point it's clear that they're not that great on offense. They're not good on offense. But to me, that's why it's more alarming. Like where's the adjustment? Now we did finally see some of it. I thought in the second half, they rolled him out more. They got him on the move more. It's like finally we've been talking about this all season. The guy likes to to throw on the move. It makes it makes the much easier on your offensive line that can't really block that well, and it gives more time for the wide receivers to get open. And it's like yeah, no kidding, this started to work. But like where was that earlier in the game? Where was that earlier in the season? And they finally went to some more play action, which is stuff we've talked about all season. But you guys are right. I mean, this is the the, the the Giants. They're bad. And they only managed 19 points.
2: At some point, somebody has got to challenge the fact that Chuck Pagano has been very, very bad about your said adjustments, especially in the second half, more in particular the fourth quarter. Think about A 98-yard touchdown drive by this pitiful New York Giant offense when we should be in a position where we are up, you know, 19-7, to putting knots on their heads, and yet here they go right down the field and they score to get back in the game. What's going on?
9: Yeah, I mean, it's been interesting because I think, uh, first of all, you're right. I think it goes back to the playoff game last year, this defense. Really hasn't been that good in the fourth quarter. They've given up a lot of yards and and a lot of points too in the fourth quarter. Really all season long, um, you know. I thought earlier in the year they would they would kind of go back into more prevent and and you, okay, so you kind of understand they're trying to keep things in front of them. But then I really thought like last week, if you look at that last drive against the Rams, Kyle Fuller was taking a ton of chances and he was getting beat. Like he got beat four times on that final Rams drive. And today, I thought the same thing. Like they were, they were taking more chances. I don't know if they feel like they need to do that because Danny Trevathan's out, and Akeem Hicks is out. But uh, they're, you know, they're not leading to the takeaways. That when whoa, you're whoa, whoa! To whoa. Take chances, hey, they're being that's what coached they're to do. And Like hey, when, Adam, when Adam, Jackson.
2: Adam. Yeah, they're they're being coached into being them. Be you. Be you. Don't worry about the team. Be you. Don't you understand? These chances yeah, well, they're taking—it's almost like they're being encouraged to not play a team a system defense. That's why we're getting breakdown after breakdown.
9: Yeah, and I assume like Eddie Jackson on the touchdown to Golden State supposed to be the you know the deep man, right? And he creeps forward, and then he just sort of backpedaling backwards, and you know that to me without having knowledge of, you know, the exact defense. looks looked to me like he was the one at fault on that play.
4: Oh, there's no question. It, he's the safety. So the safety yeah. in that situation on fourth and 19, you still have, you know, you have to be in the end zone. You have to be deeper than the yeah. deepest guy and attack the ball and knock it down. Exactly. He wanted to just make a pick. Let's just call it what it is. It, yeah. it From the jump, he was squatting because it looked like the quarterback yeah, yeah. was going to get sacked, and he wanted to jump it and get the big interception.
1: And
9: Which he has zero of the whole season, by the way.
1: Right, because he's go. doing that right yeah. now. Do we do we see a uh, – what was Khalil Mack like after the game? We got to see him make a play today. It's been a while, Adam Hoag. Yeah,
9: I was in the press conference, so I don't know exactly how he was in the locker room after the game. But, um, you know, he was more active. There was one point where he just bulldozed Kevin Zeitler um and, and stepped on him on the way to the quarterback. So, you know, you get the strip sack. That's the kind of you know, the Khalil Mack we're used to seeing that's, that just hasn't been there as of late. So, you know, that was encouraging. Um, you know, other than the fourth quarter, the defense did their job today. There's no question about that. It's been the theme of the season, and my more of my issues are on the offensive side of the football. Just way too – I mean, h- how many times can you see – in uh, a game this late in the season, so many substitution problems, so many alignment problems. Guys not lined up properly. You're burning timeouts. Burning timeouts. Yeah. Timeout on a two-point conversion. Then you, you then you have twelve men on the field on the field goal. Like it's just a constant thing. It's way too late in the season to have that kind of stuff going on. Uh, throughout an entire game
4: yeah and that's a high school I mean you don't see that with high school teams you know where you make those kind of mistakes in that short little period and then to argue the pick play look Robinson the way he you know put his hands up and turned sideways and stopped they're gonna they're gonna call that a pick they just are. They basically invited the pick. I mean, it it, just—they
2: invited the official to make the call. Yeah, because it was such poorly, poorly executed by Robinson. And we like—he's a good player, but my God, you don't run in there and put your hands up where it looks like you turn your back to the guy and make him go around you, and then by then it's too late. You don't give the official an opportunity to make the call.
9: Yeah, I agree. I didn't think it was sold uh, well enough because, I mean, you're, you need to turn around right. with a 110% effort of, I'm trying to catch a pass here. I'm running a route, not setting a pick. And the unfortunate thing about it is he wasn't even picking the guy could have made the playoff. Right. Gabriel. Right. He picked the and, wrong guy. He did pick yeah. the wrong guy. That's what makes and it so you, bad. You wasted what was actually a great throw by Trubisky. Short, got the ball out quick, on point. It looked exactly like Nick Foles the Golden Tate in the playoff game last year. that put the Eagles on top in that same corner of that same end zone, and the whole thing comes back because it's the Bears.
4: Yeah, and, you know, look, he burns out a timeout. He just – he mismanages – Everything, and it is. You're right. It's way too late in the season. You know what? To be making yeah. those kind of mistakes as At, as the head football coach and offensive
3: coordinator. Everything that we're talking about, the last eleven weeks, Adam. Everything we're talking about, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to stick with the players. The you know they do what they're told to do, and through the practices and everything. This you're really seeing the weakness in this head coach and our offense and defensive coordinators, and our position people. Are you kidding me? What's been going on from week to week with a team that supposedly is ready for Super Bowl? We're ready to go there. We're ready to do this. And to come and have all that time from last year to this year, it falls straight on their head. Nagy cannot deny it. The coaches can't deny it. They've done one horrible job of getting this team ready to be a contender to go to the Super Bowl. There, to me, if I was to give them a grade, it's a strong F. I mean it. They've done a horrible job, and there's nobody going to convince me any different.
9: So, and this kind of gets back to, Carm, what you asked me earlier about Matt Nagy calling plays. When your job, when you're the offensive coordinator, your job is to just score as many points as possible as long as that clock is ticking in the game. When you become the head coach, your job is to win the football game, first and foremost. Right, right. You don't and, care right, how
4: you do it. You win it. Right. right.
9: And, and right now, you have the head coach that, to me, is so preoccupied with still the offense, the offense, the offense, the offense, that he's missing other responsibilities out there, like all these substitution problems. And, he, and I, it's good that he's delegating to guys underneath him, his assistants, but obviously, his assistants aren't getting the job done constantly during the game. Bingo. So, from from my perspective, you have five games left. Why not let someone else call the plays? Hey, maybe that'll help you offensively, maybe it won't. I don't know, but what it will allow you to do is to spend more time on the substitutions. what else is going on around you, because as you know, such-and-such such wide receivers going out there when he shouldn't or somebody's lined up incorrectly, his head is buried in that play card that says BU on it. He's not looking at what else is going on around around on the field. So that's where I really feel like Nagy for these last five games could learn a ton about being a head coach, not just an offensive coordinator, not just a play caller. Learn about this team so that when you go into the offseason, you know what to correct. You know what needs to change. And right now, I just think he's missing an opportunity to do that. But he should have done that
4: last year anyway. It wasn't, you know, the twelve and four was a little bit of a smokescreen because you look at how well the defense have played and the turnovers and the short fields. Um, he got tripped into thinking that everything he did, these little uh, gadget plays. Um, didn't you mm-hmm. think he was going to do some stupid gadget play on that two-point conversion? I mean, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it just it's it's mind-numbing to see a guy degress, it, and, and 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 all the players that's get
3: worse very, that's than exi- better.
1: Yes. There, there's a. Uh... To take a slight left turn here, the Baltimore Ravens are having an unbelievable year. John Harbaugh's having a great year. They have a guy on their sidelines. His name is Daniel Stern. And I'm assuming most guys on that sidelines are probably looking at who's this twenty-five-year-old kid who looks like he should be in an accounting office. But uh, but his his title is Football Analyst. So he's sitting there telling him mathematically what you should right, do. Right, and, and, Percentages. It, and it gives him it gives the head coach another arm to lean on, if you will. And it, and it and it tells him the math, so he can make a decision based on that, which I think makes a whole lot of sense. Maybe the Bears should be doing something like that, Adam Hogue. Well, and also John
9: Harbaugh is a special teams coordinator. You know, he he, he that's where that's what his background is, and and he's not out there calling plays the whole game. And and honestly, that's I mean that's a whole sidebar. But I I honestly, that's the thing I've been arguing for years. I don't know why more special teams coordinators don't get head coaching opportunities. Um, because they they are the ones that are sitting back for the most of the game, soaking in everything that's going on around them. Um, Except
4: for our guy, because he runs 12 guys out.
9: (laughs) Well, (laughs) and, and like, just to give you an example, I was watching Nagy really closely today with the binoculars. Like, while the defense is on the field, he's still trying to figure out what communication error happened between Mitch Trubisky and Allen Robinson uh, on the interception. You know what I mean? Like, he's still – the whole game – I'm not going to say the whole game, but like 85% of the game, he's worried about his offense, and you still have an entire roster you need to coach. And again, I go back to what your job description is. When you're the OC, you need to score the most points possible. But when you're the head coach, you just need to find a way to win the game. And I, I just think this is a problem right now.
4: And that's where the, that's where the head coach can say to the offensive of coordinator, we need to run the ball. We need to yeah. eat up some clock. You know, <clears throat> this is the kind of mentality or thought process you got to have. Too okay, Wait, but
2: here, here's something else. Just, I mean, let me just throw this at you. You know, last week in the pregame, the great Eda Bradovich said the two, uh, re, you know, kind of like uh, what would you call them? Reminders or two keys to the game. Was to, winning. was to cheat and then pray, okay? <laughs> the cheap, now, let, let me – how many times have we seen the the Green Bay Packers catch a defensive lineman or somebody jumping off sides, okay, and he throws the ball down the field because right. he knows he's going to get the ball. He's now, played. last week against the Rams, Dante Fowler jumps offside and Trubisky throws a check down to Cone. That, that doesn't go anywhere. Okay, well, but the point is, today we had three defensive offsides, and the rest of the offense stood there with their thumbs up their nose and didn't do anything. Why doesn't Cody Whitehair snap the ball and let him throw the damn ball down? Why do they? Why do they try to play like, oh, well, this is the you know, like Queensberry rules? We got no, Spanish. we got do five, something proactive. We got five We're yards. not even thinking outside the box.
3: I'm done. I'm going to give you an answer, coaching. There you go. That's why everything is falling on coaching. And again. From last year to this year, look what's going on. My God, it's not a mystery, folks. It really isn't. And I'm I, – I, j- jump in, somebody. Okay, here, here's
2: what I want to say. Jay Hilgenberg was a great, great, great player. But, man, anybody getting that neutral zone, of, he would snap it Automatically it, snap. Automatically, just and everybody does every their time. job, and you what, explode down What's field? Cody Watt here doing? Three all sides, and he doesn't even snap the ball. That's because he's well, not been told to. That's cause
9: it's well, no coaches. Well, you're right because that is something that could be coached up more. And I love Nagy was actually asked about that this week because it's actually one of my biggest pet peeves, like maybe even the biggest is the, is exactly what you guys said earlier. When uh, Trubisky gets a free pay, play and he doesn't throw the ball downfield, it drives me crazy. Um, so la- he was asked about it la- this week and it brought up in the context of Aaron Rodgers, who's by far the deadliest quarterback in the league in those situations on free plays. And Nagy said, well, the Packers do a good job because they have built in checks into the play. Like when there's a free play, someone automatically goes deep. So he has somebody to throw the ball to. Whereas if you look at the bears play last week against the Rams on their free play, nobody was actually running
1: the deep route. Okay. Well, if you're explaining that to us, yeah, then you, why don't you put have in. that? Coach, uh, him into doing it! Adam, we're up against the clock. You're the man. We'll read you at WGNRadio.com. Great points, man.
9: Bye, guys. Talk to you on Thanksgiving.
3: All right, Adam.
1: Adam Hogan, Soldier Field, 720 WGN.
3: This guy, Nagy, and his staff does not have this team ready to compete in the National Football League. And anybody that tells you is an absolute fool or an out-and-out liar, you see it right in front of you. It's disgusting. What the hell goes on here? My God,
1: 16 games again. Coming back at you, OB. I think that was from about three twelve earlier today. Bears beat the Giants, 19-14. It will be with Cod, sponsored by Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy Dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com with you till 6 o'clock tonight. Thanks to our friends at Bartolini's. The ten-pound meatball sandwich. You can visit them at Bartolini's.com. The chicken was amazing. The spaghetti, all of it, was a delicious experience today. You love the chicken, O.B. Let
4: me reiterate, too. You can actually have it shipped out to anywhere in the country overnight.
1: There we go. All right, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour here, we're going to hear a little bit from the head coach, Matt Nagy. I know you're excited about that, O.B., and uh, a drop from the quarterback, and we'll take your calls, 312-981-7200. Hang on the
3: line, callers. We'll get to you.
1: Bernie, Stanley, you, 312-981-7200 is the phone number. uh, A lot of interesting stuff there from Adam about – Matt Nagy and, and 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 well, just this whole demeanor focus. on the
4: sideline. Well, it, it, look, we we've been talking about it the whole time, and then Adam just confirmed what we've been saying. I, I thought all
3: it was day. I
1: thought it was it's, a great underlining. Is the
3: problem the players or is it the coaches, the system? It's simple. The guys are going out there doing what they're told. They give everything. They give their hearts. They do everything they can to try to get a victory. But boy, when you've got people that are leading you in in the war, pal, you better have the right program.
1: Yeah, and OB and I—they don't. We were talking in the break. Your your contention is that the quarterback's not good enough, but the but they certainly but the team is good enough with him to be in the playoffs. You, you
4: could yes. you could design
3: something to help him be successful. Get him out of that pocket. Move that kid around. And they just started doing it the last couple of games. Glenn all last year they never did it. Right. Be- the beginning of this year, nowhere. That it's let him stay in a pocket. Stay in a pocket. He's not a pocket passer. He's not an accurate passer. So move him out. Try to get him where he can be a positive factor in the passing game. Why? Yeah. Because he's the only thing we got.
1: And what else right. will help? They got-
3: and, you know, it would help, too, to build in. When uh, I
4: mean, you jump offside, you actually snap the ball. And have somebody run a streak. Uh, those are just a couple of
1: tips we could give you, Matt Nagy, that will help you. Catching the football, which is not on Matt Nagy's plate, would be a good thing, too.
4: Yes. and But that uh, snowballs when you're – again, I, I, I would imagine they're probably not doing uh, a lot of drills or being forced. You know, we used to have to do – could you imagine dropping a ball – in practice, and just you would take nothing but grief.
1: News is next 720
4: WGN. That's six times in an NFL championship
5: game. Bears went four to six and the ball is loose. And the Bears have recovered it. Stripped under there by Khalil Mack. And then Nick Delips able to get it down inside of the five-yard line
1: Got it at the three. And then Mitchell Trubisky running it in on third down, and that was the difference in the football game. Bears beat the Giants. Nineteen fourteen. Welcome back in. Seven twenty WGN Hample being Cos, the final hour. As we'll get to your calls here, three one two nine eight one. Win is a win, is a win, OB, but yes, you're right. They should have they they easily could have had thirty today without any trouble. Yes. If you don't throw the interception in the first half, but but
4: they could have just as easily lost if uh, the uh, giants had a kicker that too right? that too
1: <laughs> listen they stay every week they've started out slow and i i mean mad nagy has got to be looking in the mirror at what's going on right now and he's yeah, he, but
4: he, he's not cuz his, his excuse has to ownership.
1: How about the ownership sitting up in the box, sure, and watching this? What's going on here? Sure, but but Nagy's on the ground to get quarter after quarter. But Nagy's on the ground; he's got to get him ready for the Lions. What are you going to do differently? What, well,
2: what? but here's the other part, and I do think he is starting to feel the walls close in a little bit because the gal on the field doing the televised broadcast said, "What? What do you think?" He goes, "Same thing as every game. We don't score any points." Hello, who's in charge of that? Last time I checked. You and your visor was in charge of scoring points.
1: Right. Well, when Trubisky threw the first interception in the end zone, the look on Nagy's face, like, he he basically looked like he wanted to kill him. He was he was incredulous. He couldn't believe what was going on. And Well, that they, was they, the
4: worst place to throw the ball, well, up the middle, with, now, three, could with, be something. with three, I'm, three backers there. You know now, the look I'm talking it about. It could
3: be that it was intercepted, or how about he had the look on his face like, he must have called an audible. He threw the ball into the end zone.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it could have been that, also. Oh, that, that, that's possible, too. All right, let's get some calls in here 312 981 7200 Bernie and Bolingbroke, you've been super patient. We appreciate it. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead, sir.
6: Oh, hello, boys. OB, Kaz, Danimal. OB, damn it. You're right about this coaching thing, man. After the preseason, they didn't play their first string. And then they come out and score a staggering three points against the Packers. I go, to season, man. This is this is gonna be a disaster. And Danimal, you remember the eighties, man, when we had a a great team. We had a running back and we had a fullback. We had Roland Harper, we had Matt Suey. They led blocking for Walter. We had 81 in the backfield, our running back got 130 yards. What does he do? He goes back to the one-half went back set, we can't open holes in the offensive line. And, you know, basically how I see it, he's running a half-ass Mike Marks offense with no Kurt Warner.
3: Well, Bernie, I agree with everything you've said. Thanks, But Bernie. I'm going to tell you what. If Matt Nagy thinks that we're going to score a lot of points and we're going to run the ball with this passing game, and you've got Tariq Cohen as your main back in the ace backfield. If you think we're going to win and we're going to get to the Super Bowl, that, again, will never happen. That kid has no business being in the backfield. If he is, you put him in motion. He should be a slot back and, or either on the either stronger weak side. But we're using him as our number one threat in the backfield. And that's what Nagy's doing. Five-foot, five-inch kid. With that plan, we are going nowhere. My
1: God, I don't understand what this guy's thinking about. 312-981-7200. OB, get ready here. They're about to to come after you. John and Gurney, what's up, John?
5: Hey, guys. I love you guys. I I, I seriously do, and I love listening to the show every week. But it's like, honestly, guys, we won today. And it's like, this show's starting to get old now because it's like, you guys – we get it. They suck. They, they they played a lowly team, and they freaking won by a little bit of their teeth, right? Whoa. But at the end of the day, guys, if you guys keep doing this every day, I, I, I stopped. I said a text. I went to dinner. I came out of dinner. And I'm like, what the heck? You guys are still pairing them up. Guys, we won. All right, Sunday so night, and, and we got a bunch of Chicago people, right, guys? Yeah. Got to go to work tomorrow and just chill out for the day. <laughs> I hate it. I hate this freaking team. I can't stand this freaking guy. But come
4: on, say something good. All right? They were okay. amazing, John. Hey, hey John, here's the good thing. Hey John,
3: you keep saying the same thing. You I keep, amazing. keep saying I don't want amazing. John, God, you keep saying, saying the same
5: thing. You John. are being stupid. No, don't say amazing. They suck. <laughs> but don't tear him up all day. Why are you gonna turn him up all day?
1: Okay, uh, who do who do you want to say something, John? Why don't you lead the way? Who do you want to say something positive about? Say we something positive. Damn game. Say we no, won no, 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 the no, no, damn no, no. Game. no, no, no. Say something positive about a player. Go ahead. Oh, my God. There's who? There's nobody <laughs> uh,
5: No, K-Man. We made the uh, All right. Well, Thank We're, you. we're no, a 303
2: whacker. Come down. You can sit in. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you. John. Thank you, John. All right. Let me just say this. Okay. Here we can point this out. You know, and part of the reason that we're upset is there were such high expectations. This wasn't a, a three-win football team last year that we're going to have to go through growing pains and kind of establish ourselves. This is a 12 and 4 football team that most so called experts said were one of the top four or five contenders to not only go to to a Super Bowl, but win a Super Bowl. As preposterous as it now sounds, Mitchell uh, Trubisky was one of the favorites of the the MVP voting early in the season. Okay? So that tells you where we are. So you want us to throw bouquets? And, and 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 roses at this football team for their ineptitude and how maddeningly they refuse to try to find ways to not only get better, but do the things that smart, good football teams do, like score points and stop people in the fourth quarter, and and things that they're incapable of. And at some point, we have to just you know put the cheese on the cracker and say. Somebody has to be held accountable. Now, if you think we can just say, wow, they got a bunch of guys that look good in their uniforms, and boy, it's a darn shame they didn't win by a bigger margin. No, there's a reason why the New York Giants, with a rookie quarterback with his hand busted open, was driving to win the game in the last minutes of the fourth quarter. Because we didn't do the right things the other 55 minutes to put them away. And at some point, things like this. They've got a first-round draft pick. uh, uh, Ogilvy, the the linebacker, makes a great play in an interception. He was a first-round pick linebacker from Georgia. What are our two first-round picks from Georgia doing? Leonard Floyd made all of one assist during the football game. One assist. He was a no-show, non-factor. And what about uh, Roquan Smith? He's invisible. I'm just saying this is a poorly coached team with players starting to fracture and do their own gig, and we're going to find out how bad it can get in four days in Detroit.
3: Well, the other thing is, uh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> offensively, you know, we just we, we don't score points. We struggle mightily to score points. And what was that? I think it was the last week or two weeks ago in the first half of football. N- they yards. ran for a total of nine yards of which eight yards running in the first half and one yard passing, one yard passing. And if you think I'm going to sit here and praise Nagy for his calling and praise Trubisky for what he's doing for throwing one yard, we had Mark go back, our moderator. He went back (laughs) 40 years and still searching to find out the last time Somebody a quarterback that. threw for one yard in the first half of football and they ran for eight yards in the National Football League. Was I can like, tell you what. That was a good assignment. 14 inches yeah. a uh, 14 it, it,
4: inches it, a, uh, a play <laughs> is yeah. what we got. 14 it inches.
3: <laughs> and, and this stuff, you, and you're talking about paying these players millions and millions and millions of dollars. Coaches, millions of dollars. Coordinators, million, two million, three million dollars and this is what you put out on the field, and this is what you want, and I'm supposed to sit here and say, oh, no, oh, that was a mistake. The guy tripped over the grass, but, you know, they've got a grass drill next week, and he won't be able to do that, and he'll come back, and he'll be fine. That's not how this is played, my friend.
2: And we're not going to put on earmuffs and blinders like the football team does if somebody criticizes us. We know what is what is what and how you win in this football uh, league, and we're not doing hardly anything right.
1: Defensive Player of the Game, sponsored by Chicago land and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. People want to talk about the quarterback. We'll do that after a quick timeout. But give me the Defensive Player of the Game, guys. Well, it'd be hard pressed to find
2: anyone other than uh, Nick Kwiatkowski that was a factor. In, I agree. In, uh, but, you know, Khalil Mack actually showed up, made one play, a big play, a huge play that uh, gave us a great opportunity to win. So between those two, nobody else really had a big day.
1: Yeah. All right, quick timeout. Come back to your calls. We're here till 6. Bears beat the Giants, 19 14. The Detroit Lions next, 11 30 on Thursday, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And by the way, yes, okay. this was a two and eight. I mean, excuse me, a two and eight team that came in here today, and we almost lost the game at the end. The Lions lost to a one win Washington Redskins team today. Now two win Washington Redskins. I team.
3: really don't care about. Well, I worry about
1: the Lions now. All I worry about is the Bears. All right, seven twenty WGM. Six
5: times in an NFL championship game is one forty six in the. Park.
1: It was certainly awesome to see. 52 plants of football right there. And again, Mitchell Trubisky punching it in. 312 981 and Hampin will be with Cos, sponsored by Chicago land and Northwest Indiana Chevy Dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. We're going to hear from the head coach and the quarterback after 5 30. We'll get in a couple more calls right now. I want to read one text. 312 981 and we've gotten a zillion of them. Why are they booing? The fans are hardcore sports fans paying big bucks to see you guys play. Stop celebrating when scoring. If that was Halas or Ditka, they would... I'll change the language. Not be thrilled. Okay, so... This is the NFL. Guys score a touchdown, they celebrate. But I the other side of it is like there is sort of a act there's there's no been there done that with the Bears right now.
2: Well, and, and just in a realistic way, if they're 9 and 1 or 10 and 1 or something and right. hey, we got things going. Hey, but this is a team that by hook and crook mm-hmm. we we barely snuck out of Denver with with a win by, you know, a, a, a kicker actually making a field goal. Well, the, they gave with, us no, extra second. One second. Exactly and you know at some point you you have to just deal in reality you know the offensive line we have we don't talk much about the offensive line they they moved the uh made the switch bringing Cody Whitehair put him back at center last week and then James Daniels at and high guard.
4: and high snaps again
2: and some some errant snaps but at, at the end of the day, I mean, our running game is 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 horrid for a lot of reasons, but some of it is we're not blocking anybody. And remember this, remember this. You know, this team played really well against the Minnesota Vikings, the best they played anyone all year. And Kirk Cousins was humiliated and played badly. Well, what did he do? Well, he went to New York the next week against this very same defense and lit them up for four touchdowns and – was on his way to becoming player of the month in October. So that is what we need and expect when we play a, a lowly opponent like mm. this at home and in need of an offensive boost, a shot in the arm, something to get us going. And yet we score one touchdown by virtue of one drive at the beginning of the second half. And the other one, we got the ball on the three yard line. You want us to you want us to jump up and down for that? And back to, you know, oh, Ditka or Hallis would be turning. Look, that was a different time, a different era. Okay, if everybody wants to see all the the, the shenanigans now, that's, that's fine. But those two coaches would not put up with all of the botched, you know, broken plays, bad performances that we're seeing on a weekly basis. And, you know, as far as us getting on Trubisky, we got a caller here, and we'll go to him here in a second, I, I praised Trubisky last week. I said he wasn't the reason we lost that game. There's A lot of it had to do with horrible play calling and situational offense. And today, he threw the ball pretty darn well on about two or three of the drives. Bad news is, because you got 10 or 11 or 12 drives, you got to do it on a more consistent basis.
4: Right, and you can't go three and out, and you can't go three and out Which when, we lead you, the league. when you can finish a game at the end. you you got to get a first down. The fourth down.
2: quarter, we had game three over. punts and run the clock out. That's not how you close out football games in the NFL, folks. I'm sorry.
3: Well, let me tell you one thing, and I, I said it earlier and I'll say it again. I'm not putting this on the players in any way, shape, or form. I think we've got some pretty decent football players on both sides of the ball, on both sides of the ball. It's strict, strictly on our coaches. And my God, if you can't see that from game to game to game, then, then you don't know football. Who's, where, do, where does it with me, where does the fault lie? Bingo. Nagy, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, position coaches, boy, I'll tell you what, they're not putting these kids into proper positions to win a football game. That's as I see it.
1: Some calls in here. Dan in Mount Prospect wants to talk about the coach, the quarterback. Go ahead, Dan.
6: No, I just want to talk about you guys. Have any of you guys ever been offered a coaching job in the NFL?
1: Okay, Dan.
2: No, and, and that's not the way it works. Traditionally, what you have to do is get in the business. Ron Rivera. What is it, 11- or 12-year head coach now, Kaz? Yeah, in Carolina. He yep. had to beg the McKeskies to give him a chance. They wouldn't. He had to go to Philadelphia and break down film for a year. Then he got on the field, and then by hook and crook, he came back as a linebacker coach and then became a coordinator. So you have to be in it a long time. And you have to have, well, you, you've just got to be willing to sell out and do it. Ronnie did. I never wanted to. Kaz, you coached in uh, the high school. High school, but I didn't want
4: to coaching the pros and i you know there were i've had times where i've been offered to go coach coaching the pros because i have plenty of friends
2: that are head football coaches and you never wanted to take them up on it no no nope. why not it's a lot of time well yeah. and see the other part of it is you don't want to go in it just to get the paycheck and then bounce around and mm-hmm. get thrown out you want to get in because you want to become the man the head coach right okay well, that means sleeping up there, watching film at 2 a.m. and never seeing your folks, your family, your kids, nothing. But, you know, that this is what these guys have opted to do. And I don't know what Nagy's contract was. Five years, $25 million? Is that what it was? It's $5 million a year. You're coaching 16 games a year. He doesn't coach in the preseason, essentially. So 16 games, and we're not in the playoffs. So 16 into $5 million goes what? That's a bunch. If you're willing to make that sacrifice – more well, power to you. But there's I'm, a way to sure. do things right, and we're not doing things right. And I'm not sure what the point is well, right, about that, us
4: uh, well, but being offered coaching jobs in the National Football League because it really – what does that have to do with anything? Well, Who cares? Right, I mean, we, we know the well, game. My world, we played the game. We understand how you have to play the game to be successful. The
3: money to be made was out in the business world that's right. where the money was well
1: and by the way none of you need to defend anything on, no, on I'm the not call defending at all it at all I, but it's a but, dumb call but yeah but I, I'd like to defend it you guys don't have to I I sit here I have the privilege of watching the game with the three of you and I've watched football with a lot of people don't call up the show and say and and say they needed to be coaches to be able to tell you what's going on it's it's a preposterous point I've never said sat with anybody and I'm not trying to Kiss like, up, Mark,
2: Mark, Mark. We're the smartest guys in in the room, so of course, you know, well, we would be perfect coaches uh, for this team. <laughs>
4: well, uh, yeah. Okay. The, the point of it that there was no reason for his call.
1: And congratulations. But, uh, you're, you're upset. You're upset. You like you liked your whatever. You didn't like what you heard. You, maybe you feel like you are being too hard. It's okay. Everyone's entitled to your opinion. You ha- you can have yours too. As Rick Users telling me, you can be you. It's cool. Uh be Wayne. You. Wayne and Lafayette. What's up, Wayne? Welcome to WGN. Hey guys, well all my heroes
3: here, man. Hamp, OB, God bless you guys, man. Cause,
1: Uh big Doug's rolling over in his grave right now. He's gonna come back from the dead, come out and start smacking people, I'm thinking. But anyway, <laughs> hey uh you guys I'm I've been thinking about it a long time. Now, I think since Fangio left, I think he had the, the
6: the defense playing so good and so tight and so together and basically he had I'll bet I'll bet basically he was probably the head coach last year and we didn't really realize it. And then uh Nagy was doing his little um um offensive game plan, and Fangio basically had the defense going so good that the rest of the team
3: just had to do had to do pretty good. But I, I'm thinking basically we're missing him big time. What do you
9: think, guys?
2: Guys, you know, you've heard me say this 500 times. Going into this season, I said they had three huge hurdles they have to deal with. One is last year they snuck up on everybody – everybody's got a circle they they want to make sure they're ready and you see teams playing us completely differently and we're not getting the turnovers where people are playing our offense a lot tougher so that's one number two is the fact that that Vic Fangio Matt Nagy was named NFL coach of the year okay unbelievably but he wasn't even the best coach on our staff it was Vic Fangio okay that's, I mean, that's a given, and you can see by the fact that Denver is not. A, Denver should have beat us in week two. Come on, and the, the clock was they down at the very end for us to get yeah. field goal. That I mean, that tells you what this guy is able to do and how he transforms the attitudes and 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 intensity of a roster. We're we're a team, and Ob, I know you keep saying, oh, the players are playing hard, playing on. I don't see him playing at the same level or intensity that I did a year ago. And that's just, that's me watching the game. That's what what I'm paid to do. Watch the game, tell you what I think.
3: Yeah, exactly. Okay, the bounce of the ball, the fumbles, all the unbelievable things that went on last year. I mean, I was like... What the hell is? I've never seen anything like this. Minute, last it year. No, I said what have they had? Was unbelievable.
2: I said they had three things. I, the third one was injuries. They didn't have any injuries last year. What have they, they had this helping. year? Kyle Long broke down, but he's broke down the last three years. So that wasn't like not, uh, unexpected. We
3: don't have the interceptions. We don't but have it's the it's a Ken Hicks
2: one injury has crippled the way this de- this defense and this team is playing. So, hey,
1: more kudos to Akeem Hicks. And he's going to be back, Akeem Hicks. They're expecting to have him for the Packers game, which is on the 15th. There'll be three games left. So when you look at the schedule, if you want to dream it and say that 10 wins could get you to the playoffs, they got to go to Detroit, beat the Lions on Thanksgiving Day, and then come back a week from that on, again on Thursday night and beat the Dallas Cowboys at home. That would put you in the mix to And Dallas is
4: in a dogfight for their division right now. I mean, it's, you know, they're struggling to the,
1: Those are bang, games. Hang on. Those are games. Those are both winnable games for the, the, the Bears. It's going to be a coin flip. Uh, what do you think the spread will be in, in, on Thanksgiving Hamp? What's your guess? 2 points, 1 point, something
2: like I think like. Uh, you know, they've got it depends on if Stafford plays. Uh, they're 5-point favorites.
1: Okay. Yep. So and then uh, you, you're going to have a cowboy game where it's going to be close to a pick'em to maybe Dallas will be favored by three, and then Akeem Mix will be back. So if you want to dream it up, that would be the way to do it. Packers on the road, well, December fifteenth. Right. Let's and, go.
4: And if uh, if they if they struggle, then you probably won't see him back
3: because why well, would you rush him back, guys? Right? It, we, we could talk about this till we're blue in the face. Who we're going to play from this week to that week to this week, guys? We struggle. To score one touchdown a game. Look at what we've done. Folks, if you don't believe me, go back this year from game one. See how many touchdowns we score from game to game to game. I'm not even saying field goals. I'm saying touchdowns. you got to put the points on the board. you got to convert on third down. Where are we on third down conversions? Dead last in the league. Average per pass. Dead last in the league.
2: You know, I'm not making this stuff up. But you're being too critical,
1: OB. Three touchdowns for – Being
2: accurate is too critical. Well,
1: statistics
3: are the statistics, my friend. There's no way you could shave or ship them around or maneuver them or whatever have you. You know, it is is what the hell it is. You
4: can't hide from the eye in the sky. No, and look, (laughs) look, if there was ever going to be a week, even though it's a short week, where – our quarterback could have a, a big game, it's against the Lions
3: because they, they play a lot of man-to-man coverage, and so it's easy reads to hit the there open There again, guys. one of the worst defenses in the league. That's all we seem to be playing. Thirty first in the league, thirty second in their worst defense. It goes on and on.
1: Well, they did three straight drives against the Lions in Chicago, one before half, and then two after half, and that's how they won that football game. Trubisky had three touchdown passes. Yeah, but and you, get, nine you get what times. I'm saying, though. It's 100. really um, it, it's set up for him.
4: It's set up for him because he
1: he <clears throat> can throw against the man to man defense. All right, we're gonna hear from the quarterback coming on back here. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Bears beat the New York Giants nineteen fourteen on seven twenty WGN.
2: If you don't raise the bar, nobody's going to try to give you anything extra. you got to demand it. Back
0: to the Chevy Hampin O.B. show with Kaz, Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Right now on WGN Radio.
1: All right, we're going to hear from the quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, in a second. But let me run through a couple calls here, guys. Bears beat the Giants 19-14. Hampton O.B. and Kaws till the top of the hour. By the way, programming note, Thanksgiving, we have a special pregame show 9 to 11 on Thanksgiving morning, and then we have a red-hot one-hour postgame show, so we'll pack it all in for one hour after the... For what, about 2.30 to 3.30? 2.30 to 3.30, that is the plan. So right when the game is over till 3.30. So we're nine, 9 to 11. 9 to 11. I'll see you bright and early, Ob. And then 2.30, or p- p.m. Okay. And that
2: means uh, you got to come in early for your hip pointer.
1: Ba- Bartolini's <laughs> get, a- get treatment uh, on that. You're being too negative. Bartolini's is closed on Thanksgiving, Ob. So if you could just make us a Thanksgiving meal, bring it on in. That'd be sweet. Don't count on it. Maybe like an apple pie. No, nothing. No, don't count on it. <laughs>
4: I know he could get a nice bottle of wine, though. Yeah, how that about? I know Ed could yeah.
1: do. <laughs> Maybe uh, I'll bring some donuts. How about we'll do that? All right. Let me get. Uh, let's go with Dan in Round Lake Beach. Who wants to uh, blame the front office? Go ahead, Dan. Welcome to WGN. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, I got it. Uh, yeah, so this, uh, this is this
9: is really up like
6: to the like front office because um, uh, like more or less like in hindsight, Mr. Hallis, bless him, uh, would not put up with this. In fact, this kind of like reminds me of like the like the nineteen seventies uh, where he fired uh and um uh, more or less um, you know, on I mean, a hurricane named Bobby Douglas, and it seems to me like
1: a, a Trubisky is like going to Bobby Douglas right. and we do not go anywhere. All right, Dan, appreciate you. Bobby Douglas to Mitch Trubisky, just like that. I, the whole concept that George House wouldn't put up with this. Well,
4: come he, on listen, here here's the the point of it is is he's trying to say that it's at the front office and he's you know, Ryan Pace and he's starting there and you it, listen the draft picks point that out. You just go through his drafts, well, and we, there's not many. You and I, We did it one day we, on the we, air, right? We, we've done it, it many times. It was shocking how few players, A, are starters, and how many are really impactful as At, starters.
3: And all and and, and and to add on to that, Glenn, how about the amounts of monies that this guy has spent on players that were they are not even here? A year millions later. Millions and millions right? of dollars guaranteed, and I don't even know if some of them are even still in the league. Kathy. Our kicker, for crying out loud. That was a $7 billion
4: mistake, right?
1: Yeah. Cody Parkey got a cup of coffee this year and then got himself cut again. That was a swing and a miss. Let's get Kathy in Bloomingdale on 720 WGN. What's up, Kathy?
5: Hi. I just want to say how much I love uh, OB and Dan
6: Hampton. And I'm telling you, I like to hear the truth, good or bad. And the guy that called him before, what does he think? He went through your all good because we don't live in Furyland
2: him, you know?
1: <laughs> Thanks, well, Kathy. Thank
2: Kathy's color
9: of the
3: day.
1: Thank you,
9: Kathy.
3: You know what, Kathy? Oh, it's it's, it's, it's kind of hard.
1: Think
9: it's have a, have a happy Thanksgiving.
1: No, Kathy, too. hang on. We want to give you Bartolini's. You are the caller of the show, all right? Hang in there. Bartolini's. Oh, Bartolini's.com. You. you got it. And there's nothing better, I'm telling you. <laughs> 219 texting. Hey, OB, my wife asked me if the Bears won today. I told her they did not lose. <laughs> I, that.
4: I love. That's a great. That's a great uh, line, though. I told her they didn't lose.
2: Phraseology means a lot. Yeah. All
1: right. Let, let's uh, let's get the quarterback in here, Rick Easer. Let's let's hear from our uh, our fearless leader, who I, I think he said a bunch of honest things after the football game. Here's Mitch Trubisky. Mitch, how, how do you balance, you know, Get
9: the win, some of the production through the air today? Uh, a couple of receptions as well, a couple of stalled red
0: zone drives, kind
7: of both sides. But how do you balance it away from it? Happy we won, but it's not good enough, not nearly good enough from this offense, from myself. Can't have the turnovers, got to be better on third down, got to be better in the red zone. So enjoy the win, but quick turnaround the, this week, obviously, playing on Thursday. So we just got to find ways to get better, and improve, and quit making mistakes, especially myself.
1: Mitch, you got A-Rob
9: out of the slot a couple times, matched up on 25.
7: What did you guys like about that matchup? Yeah, we like uh, A-Rob in the slot, especially against the guys that had lined up over him. And he did a great job getting open all day long. And if you put him in favorable matchups, he's usually going to win. And O-Line did a great job giving me time. And I just got to give him the ball. What did you see on on the touchdown to him for the ball? Yeah, he just ran a great route and the safety took the guy uh, going over the middle and then he ran a great route in, in the alley and I just put it in the spot where he could get it and he drove the guy in the end zone. So, you know, just big bodied him, ran a great route and made a big play for the offense.
9: Mitch, especially the way the season's gone, you had the Brown drop and the white hair penalty nullified the 60 play. Did you feel a little snake bit at that point? Was there any reaction emotionally for you at all or frustration
7: or anything? No, it is what it is. Um, we all take our turns, but we're all in this together. So, I mean, I make mistakes. Everybody else makes, makes mistakes. Um, um, and obviously they get highlighted especially with the season we're having but we found a way to win today and you just got to pick your brothers up and that's what we did we kept battling and played a little better the second half but overall i mean if you take away those mistakes i got i can't turn over the ball over uh, we got to make some catches we got to play smarter and um it, it is what it is but we got to get better but the main thing is we stick together
9: is that a resilience you've kind of developed through this year i mean just having to deal with so much
7: yeah, for sure. I you always you always try to have that resiliency. Um no matter what happens, it's it's just you and your boys out there, so You're never out of the fight. Just keep battling. Bad things are going to happen, but you can overcome them with good things if you just stick together and believe in the plan.
9: On your touchdown run, how mindful were you of finishing the run knowing that you were going to get probably contact right
7: at the the line? Yeah, uh, I wanted that play called down there, especially when they were zoning us, shelling us out down there. Favorable run box. David made a great block. O-line did a great job getting out in front. And when you get down there, you just got to finish the run. So um, when your number is called, you just got to do your job. Everyone else did theirs, so I I felt like I need to finish it off. See, early in the game, you
6: took a hit and you looked like you were kind of shaking it off on your right side. How long did, it, did that linger at all? Were you able to kind of
8: get past that quickly?
7: Yeah, I was fine. It was just, it was actually something else. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was fine. Just I walked it off.
8: In the second half, when they were kind of running you out, you seemed to be freelancing a little more. Um, what was giving you that you know, confidence or what was you know, going to what did you see? made it so much easier for
7: you to get open and make passes even to offensive runs. Uh, I think just guys just doing their jobs, just playing a little faster, getting guys in and out of the huddle, getting to the line of scrimmage, getting getting um, some good calls out there so the defense doesn't know what's coming. Um, keeping them off keeping them off balance. And I think anytime you have explosive plays, especially in the past games, it starts to open things up. So uh, the more more times we could do that. It will be, will be better. There we go,
1: Mitchell true It Really is what's
4: a shame is that it is almost like listening to a, a movie script, right? It every cliche, everything that you're supposed to say, he he works in. But you, you don't you want to hear your quarterback maybe But see, here's see one. a little more. Be more honest about
2: things. It just to me, it's.
1: it's I just want to so know there's a human scripted. being there.
2: But here, here's here's what is frustrating the three of us to the point where our negativity, okay, may bother some people, but here's what what our essence is. We want this team to do well. We were expected to do well. They're paid to do well. The bar has been set for them to be a great team, but they're not. Why? Well, let's go back. Why don't they do simple things that would keep this kid – from having to come out here and babble on about these platitudes of, of nonsense. How about the fact that every time we go to the hurry-up offense, we're much more effective. Now in week 11, we're starting to figure it out. Why didn't we know this? What about the offset eye and being able to have a fullback on the roster where we can go in the eye like we did against San Diego, knock people's jaw in the dirt and make something things happen and then come out and be able to move the quarterback and roll out bootlegs have tight ends and and crossing patterns all these things that when we do it we're pretty effective but we don't do it very well or very often because our coach thinks he's got to be smarter than everybody else and be playing triple chess and be thinking three moves ahead which puts this offense in a position where we are the worst in football that's what makes us mad and frustrated that's it (laughs) <laughs> that was well That was well put. Well put.
1: I, I would just like to see him one day take a deep breath, step back, and let... It's that, not going to happen. Is gonna gonna, go give you, this is who he is. Guys, yeah. the reason you're, you're that you're Cody right.
2: Whitehair is back at center is this kid is not bright enough to come up and declare middle linebacker in which way he wants protection. That's why they put Cody Whitehair right. back there because this kid can't do that and... Be able to run the offense. So that's what it is. Put the cheese on the cracker. So we're, we're happy about that? No. This, right. is, this is where we are. But you can overcome that if you By do some other this. smart things. Right, right, but right. we're not doing anything smart. All
1: right, let's take our final timeout. We'll come back and play a little bit of the head coach, Matt Nagy. Bears and Lions coming up on... I
2: need earmuffs!
1: On, <laughs> Bears and Lions coming up on Thanksgiving. we got a pregame show at 9 o'clock. We're uh, coming back with the head coach next, 720
0: WGN. Man
2: up about it. Hey, put the ether can down for a second. It's the
0: Chevy Hampton Show with Coz, and it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio.
1: All right, got a little time here to get in the head coach. Bears beat the Giants 19-14. Let us hear. <laughs> mastermind number 1. <laughs> let's get the mastermind, let's get the hero, let's get our leader. Let's get the still reigning head coach of the year. Let's get him in here, Matt Neggy.
8: Obviously, again a win is is always nice. That that's what we're looking for and um, they're they're hard to come come by in this league and our guys did that. Uh, they they uh you know, going in at halftime down 7 to 3. Um, it challenges you, again, offensively, just uh, with some of the struggles there. But then coming back out, and I think uh, now for several games in a row now, we've been able to come out and be efficient in that third quarter and put up points. So I was I was happy with that. You could kind of feel the game turn right there with the defense getting stops, offense scoring. Uh, but then we'd like to finish there at the end with being able to, um, you know, hold that fourth and 18 play for the touchdown that they had. And then offensively, get that four-minute offense where you get that first down on third and one and, and, and get some stuff going. So we'll grow off of it. We won't have much time to, to look at it. Coaches and players, we're moving right on because we got such a short week.
9: What's your general feeling about the offense given that, you know, there was some positive. Yeah. On the
8: plays, but the Giants have been giving up way more points than 19 a game. Yeah, yeah. No, Well, and, and I'm with you. I, I think that... Uh, you could feel it that we were moving the ball, you know. And I don't know exactly what the numbers were on on the the pass that got called back to a Rob sixty, and what was it with Broniker? Uh, Twenty nine. So right there is almost a hundred yards, you know that. And but that's there's. You know, that, that goes on, and we understand that. Now you just got to you gotta regroup and stay together, and none of that's intentional. It's not because of effort. You know, uh, Ben Broniker's caught a lot of those in practice, and our guys, you know, that it's, it's a battle, and they in the trenches with hands to the face, and so um, you got to regroup. And so those are, uh, you know, we, again, I think red zone, when you look at that, we want to be a little bit better in the red zone. And, um, and then the other part of it, too, is as you – which obvi- it's obvious is just the communication part of getting in and out, um, and uh, we had to use those those two timeouts for two different reasons. But uh, we we know that we want to get better at it, and fortunately we were able to, to uh, you know get points. Now, Mitch's uh, sweep on the touchdown, yeah, Are you trying to call timeout. I well, it was it was I was going to call timeout if the, I, you didn't want to get a penalty there, so I was looking at the uh, the, the play clock and it was really close. But he, he made it just in time, and then those those guys executed it. What was your
2: opinion of the pick
8: call? Yeah, it, it's a it, like I just said earlier to somebody. It, those are those are bang bang plays. The officials do a good job at at uh, they're being taught on how to call those, and so it was it was um it was they explained it to me, and and uh, uh, I understand. And then on the substitution coming in. Yeah, so that so what what happened there was, and that's sometimes that you can't <laughs> that one's hard because you have the transition of not getting you have the penalty and it kicks you back. And then we had an injury, and that's where Bobby was hurt. And so Bobby came out, and it was great communication with our trainers and our, uh, and our, and Tabes. And um, we had, we were good. We had 11. And I think some of our players on the line noticed that Bobby wasn't out there and thought we had less, and we were good. And so now all of a sudden it's a, you know. No, uh uh. No, it was, uh, there was a, the clock's running down. There's just a little miscommunication just between players and coaches because of the norm that they're used to seeing 70 out there, and he wasn't. So now that's what.
4: So he, he's given um, us the answers. I,
8: I yeah. Right? He's given
4: us the answers, but it's after the fact. And uh, okay, that shouldn't have happened then. It, it just shouldn't have happened. And the players were not used to it. Who's in charge? Who's. Who's making those decisions? Obviously, right? That I've never seen a guy that has every answer but doesn't do any of the things that he tells you he's going to do.
1: Bears also can't afford to lose more on their offensive line, and Bobby Massey's had some good games and some not-so-good games this year, but that's a guy that you don't really want to be looking to replace right now.
4: I, I get it, but they...
1: It, the communication as far as how... Right, there's
4: no way that you should have had 12 guys on the football field.
1: Right. He was uh, he was honest about what happened. I'll give, I'll give him that. Well, you know,
3: you, you could guys. We could talk about a hundred th- different things here. You know, you, you know what the problem is? We don't score points. Right, you're right. We go a half. Again, we didn't score. Did we score a touchdown in the first half? No we, no, we did not. We had another half where we didn't score a touchdown. One half where we had a total of nine yards, eight running, one yard passing. We don't score touchdowns. If it's the first quarter, second, third, fourth quarter, we struggle to win games and it's a fight out there, it's missed calls, it's 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 unbelievable. And folks, that's what it is. I mean, my God, what and where is this coming from? Is it the players' fault? Is it the coach's fault?
1: Or is it all of the above? Gentlemen, yeah, go ahead, I am.
2: Well, I, I, you know, I, I, like I said, we have issues with the offensive line, but there were two or three different occasions, guys, where I saw where David Montgomery could have been at back and there was a lot of room, but he's he's almost kind of like uh, with the. Remember they said put blinders on? Right, right, right. Running with blinders. I mean, now the little things are starting to creep up and cause more issues.
1: Hemp, what time are you on the Steve Cocker show now, tomorrow morning?
2: I'm on uh, 10 after 7 o'clock in the morning.
1: And OB, what time are you on the ROCON show? 4.45. Okay. Well, gentlemen, you are of appointment listening on a Monday after you digest all of this.
2: We will be informative, but not critical.
1: Kazi, great to have you in studio today. Yes, Tom. it is. good
2: to be here. It's good to be here. And he's got his uh, ball shirt on for boy and lean
1: Yes, I do. You yeah. know,
3: let
2: me see. Oh, well go ahead. What's hey,
4: ours? Uh, before before yeah, well, but, you know <laughs> apparently they when they said that to you, you get the
1: t shirt. Oh, In- okay. <laughs> insurance companies use lizards, ostriches to make us laugh. What happened having an honest, smart human being guide you? Check out Jeffvook dot com. <laughs> Decades of experience nationwide is on your side. Hope you enjoyed the program today. We're with you again. Thursday, 9 to 11, pregame show. A game the Bears have to win and should win. And then a one-hour postgame show. What we got in about three, three days? What is it, Thursday? Well, it's 9 a.m. 9 a.m. We'll be here. Thanks we're, for listening. Yes? We're
2: in the playoffs. We can't lose.
1: 720 <laughs> WGN.